We're gonna have a whole board set up for next time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Inner Chats Man podcast, where, as always, this is your favorite place to hear terrible, terrible sounds ruining an entire show <laughs> happening in the background. Um, I just think metal that he just showed the new Discord <laughs> soundboard feature to us two seconds before you press stream. So, yeah. how can you fault us for it, Jazz? Come on. <laughs> this is the most professional podcast in, uh, on YouTube. Um, on screen, there should be some audio locations there to check us out. And then, as always, on the socials, that is there. Aren't you guys glad we're back after a month? Oh, I'm sure they've already all unsubscribed. They're <laughs> like, oh, these guys are dead. I'm in, I'm in the, I'm in the negative subscriber count now. If, if, if there is a such thing. Oh, uh, anywho, yeah, that's all we learned in life. And that's all we learned in a month. Just, just a soundboard. <laughs> oh, we learned that in the past five seconds. That means we haven't learned anything. This past yeah, month. basically. <laughs> so, how have you guys been? A long time no see. Yeah. Yeah, tired. That, uh, that That's what we always say. We're uh, always tired. Apparently that month yeah. for these guys was uh, has been very busy, very brutal. So I don't know. I let them I let them have a have a bit of time for themselves, right? Yeah. Um so for me August is just like one of the busiest times. Like I don't think I've ever ever really talked too much about um one of my jobs, but I'm uh, involved in academics, so you know, it gets a little busy around the August time frame, so uh, starting to level out a little bit. We'll see how this next month kind of plays out. Granted, Starfield is also out, so that's also going to eat up the rest of my time. So, Tomorrow. Tomorrow for me. What about you, how gamer? You, Metal? How you been? Yeah. Okay, just taking care of baby and learning new things and trying not to, you know, hang myself. Get closer to your <laughs> mic. Get closer to your mic a little bit, gamer. Maybe don't. If you're going to be so dark like that, my goodness. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Um, no, it's it's been interesting. Um, I'm just looking for work. Oh, that's really what it is. Just trying different things, and just kind of playing shows and you know trying to figure out myself. So, so far, so good. Very intro, yeah. very introspective. My uh, yeah. my job's not exactly stable either. That's why I'm trying to run through all the vacation time I have in case uh, in case I don't have it. But we we feel for you, gamer. So Man, what a way to start this uh this thing out up with a bang with the thing. So, so clearly that means we've all had plenty yeah. of time to play lots of video huegos yeah. over the last yeah, right. month. Get out of here. Um so I don't know. We do we want to go right into a game? Who wants to go first? Who wants to show their like ten of them. Show so. their project to the class. Okay. I'll um I'll tell you what, oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I might as well. Um so I have started playing Final Fantasy 16. Ooh, Granted, I just haven't like put in so much hours. I kind of I want to. Um, I'm going to. So, and I'm getting really sucked into the story. So, I'm really liking the gameplay. I'm really enjoying the narrative so far. Um, the gameplay is nice and fast. I really mm -hmm. like it. Did you did you put it as uh, active as well? because there was only two options right there was a like yeah, a, yeah. it's like story mode and then active mode i, I did the harder one whichever one, there's I, a harder one and i will well there's two <laughs> there's like narrative and then there's active like you said there's yeah, only two like, like difficulty active. options yeah, um like don't get me wrong you can still run through the story pretty pretty good um but i just i like the the, the in-game cinematics and all that fun stuff 
I think um, they, they really played it really nicely. Well, the game is really fast because I, I don't know if you if I, if you ever found out, but the the guy that came on to I think he was one of the main directors of this game. He worked on Devil May Cry. He was like the Devil May Cry creator guy. So that's why the combat is like the creator guy. Creator. Yeah. Guy. I don't know what he did. Was he? I don't know if he was a producer or he was creative a, lead. I'm sure, or was a creative director. Yeah. Yeah. They're probably next to Yoshi P. So, so um, I think I, because I'd asked this, I think Chaz, when he first brought up Final Fantasy uh, 16 a couple of uh, weeks ago, but how, I know you've played a lot more Final Fantasy. Do you feel like the departure from kind of the traditional RPG elements is pulling you away from it at all? Are you okay with that change? Because at least on the offset, just kind of looking at it, that's what's kind of turned me off to it. It's just hearing that it's no squad-based, party-based system. Like the RPG elements are pseudo non-existent in some cases like have you seen that or felt that uh well you do play it as clive so mm -hmm. and 100 percent of it is just clive and you know what with as much as is going on uh it's kind of nice to just only focus on one person i, I agree like mm -hmm. realistically um when you play final fantasy 7 however on the other hand you have to constantly be bouncing from player to player strategizing on what to do how to work things due to their power levels etc etc over nine thousand. right anyway so like um with this one you just you're just focusing on him it's like dumbed down a little bit more but then it i think it's dumbed really down a lot more my opinion it, it is like like do you have impactful stats or anything or is it really oh, just yeah. you know you have like okay. you have traditional like rpg stats do you have anything that can like buff them not necessarily no. except for like your weapons but like this, your weapons this, and armor but to the weapons and armor the stats are very simplistic it's literally just you yeah. look at your weapons what has the highest number oh that's what i should pretty put much on. like it's like it's, that's like that's as old school as you can get <laughs> <laughs> but with the old like, school games remember they had like the um the materia system where like you yourself controlled what could be stronger and different i don't know but i don't yeah. want to cut you off no, that's true. You're right. The other ones had the material system. Other games had, you know, other types of systems that make the, uh, you know, weaponry a little bit more, uh, I don't know, more robust, you could say. Uh, but in this game, it doesn't have any of that stuff. But they do have the pseudo crafting system, it seems, there. You can, like, you know, you collect items so you can be able to craft new weapons and stuff like that. But it's nothing crazy. You don't just go ahead and just make well, stuff. Well, it's, it's even whatever's available to you. It's even like with the upgrading aspect. Um, gosh, I don't know how far you are, are you in. Have you met a certain character from previous games yet? Uh, you mean like Sid? Yeah. So you've met Sid, yeah, and I, you've I, been yeah, to, the, right to the to the because he has they have their own hideaway place. Yeah, yeah, they have okay. like a hub. And, um, yeah, that's where it is. That's, you get to do your own, like, I don't know. But it's, I was, it's interesting. But I was going to say the upgrading, because there is a blacksmith, and there is a lady there who you go to them to upgrade. It's still super simplistic because the easiest way is just, like, you just, you go to the blacksmith. I think his name is Blackthorn or something. And, yeah. and like, it's still, it's just, like, just up, keep upgrading the highest weapon you have, which... Yeah, it's like, it's like I don't know. It's cool. Yeah. So it's like, so as long as you have the items to craft it, he will do it for you. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you know, obviously he won't. So 
they 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 tell you that early on, which is nice. At least for the bare minimum, everything's really up up front and pretty cut and dry, to be honest with you. Um, really, this game is really all about narrative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like and it's very much a spectacle, narrative driven, and that's kind of it. Which I mean, yeah. I guess not a bad thing. I just maybe I'm just being. I don't know, traditionalist with the Final Fantasy. I'm not saying it has to be exactly the same, but I don't know. It's not what I was wanting to hear out of the game. I'm not, I'm not saying I won't enjoy it. Um, I think I'm just going to have to be in a different mindset to, I think, get into something like that. I don't know. When I hear Final Fantasy, I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be a long, in-depth, you know, strategic endeavor where I'm yeah. dealing with all the different ele- uh, elemental stuff and material systems. And it doesn't sound like we're going to get that. It, I'm it, sure there's other games. Maybe Baldur's Gate will yeah. fill that slot better. I don't know. It is by no means... In my again, my opinion, I don't think it's a, it's really that hard of a game. I mean, I think I died, and I'm I'm the Chaz man, and I died like maybe three times throughout my entire playthrough of a Final that's Fantasy game. That's, good. Yeah, that's I mean, not. I haven't died yet, but I mean, <laughs> I have no humble, no humble jab right there. No, I'm just saying, like I haven't died yet. Just and and the, one of the first things you fight is a Marlboro. Yeah, that you know, those are always which, which they call a marble, you know. Which you know, which I, I will say, marble. how I died all three ways were the exact same reason. It's because the game's easy, so I got I easily got sucked into just not even looking at my health, and that's how I died. Oh, is I nice. just I just didn't pay attention to my health, and I'm just like, oh wow, I didn't realize I was low. You know what I mean? And they have things like they that do it for you. I don't know, if, mm-hmm. you know, like the amulets or whatever. The Which, amulets, in my opinion, are the biggest ways that have any sort of like diversity in the character upgrading or anything. That's like the only real like. Yeah, the accessories. And can I say, there's one in particular that you get at the very beginning of the game. I hate to say it, it ruins the difficulty combat throughout. I mean, have you have have you seen it? It's basically if you get at the very beginning of the game, it's an amulet. That allows you to every time you're before hit, it slows down everything, and you just press oh, the dodge yeah. button, and you can never get hit. Like if you yeah. were a better gamer than me, you could literally get throughout this whole game without ever being hit because it slows down time before every yeah. strike of an enemy has on you. I, I'm not kidding. I did not. I did not bother putting that on. I looked at that. And I was like, oh no. I was like, that's gonna make it way too easy. There is me. literally like, no. I'm, gonna take, I'm not th- gonna bother with that. There is no See, reason. I don't know how I feel about something like that. Um, they have, I mean, they I have think... other stuff, which like they they give you this thing because you get a pet, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. You never get pets in Final mm-hmm. Fantasy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like kind of rare. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> so you got a husky, <laughs> pretty much. Was it Torgal? And, I um, love Torgal. Torgal? Torgal? I think his name is Torgal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, you get like this amulet that. It's almost as if like it automates the dog for you, mm-hmm. which is kind of nice because you don't have to worry about him. But if you want to worry about him, you could totally not use it. Like the option is there for you not to have. However, you know, but your characters, your characters, I just want to destroy your characters can't faint or lose like another Final Fantasy game. So there's almost no there's almost no point, though. Yeah. None yeah, of this is no... selling me on this game. Like this yeah. has made me less hype than ever about it. Well, like, that's why. Oh, there's this interesting dog system. Oh, you don't have to do it. Oh, there's this basically yeah. I win amulet. Like I don't know how I feel about those kind of things. Like it's nice, I guess, that they're there for accessibility for some. But 
I think I have a hard time. Like if I have to play a game and I have to come up with my own set of rules to enjoy the game more like, oh, I have to make sure I don't use X, Y, Z element. Or I make sure I don't utilize certain whatever, whatever. I don't like playing games like that with these self-imposed rule systems like the to play within the confines of the game system without it, you know, basically nerfing me in other ways or making things overly easy. So I don't know. I'd, this may not I'm, be the right I'm Final hoping, Fantasy for me. <laughs> I'm wondering, though, like as the game progresses, if um if it does get a lot harder, I'm sure it does. No, really? As you you finished it. Yeah, you're, oh, you're yeah. done. So. Mm-hmm. Well, at least you get to. At least well, I get to I, that's it. why I was so excited to talk about the game with you guys. Because, like, I hate to say it, it still is my game of the year. Even though I think I liked it more than Tears of the Kingdom. But I remember telling you guys when I was playing it, the game is pure spectacle. It is one hundred percent spectacle. The narrative is really good, and the characters are all good. So, like, it is a fun playthrough for narrative and for boss battles. But. I mean, ahead, it's so. pretty. It's pretty epic with the freaking. Oh like, yeah, dude! Acorn fights are stupid. I'll play one right here. Like these, these, these is, are crazy. Like they're kaiju you, battles. You kind of go through it, and sure, the gameplay is simplistic, but you get to like, it's a pretty linear game. Mm-hmm. It's very um, linear. It's very linear, especially the map. The map system is super linear. There's no real walking. You just bounce from place to place, and that's pretty much it. Um, I like. I like just. I like the story. If I can get through it, I'll be okay. I'll be I'll be happy with it. And I would actually say, I, I or just, it's nice to take a step back on a normal, typical Final Fantasy game. I would say my only other main gripe, other than again, as we were saying about some of the combat and some of the stuff like that, um, my only other main gripe with it is the the side missions throughout the entire game. They are so pointless. Every this none of the side missions. Maybe one or two, I think, are super are super memorable for me. Man, the rest of the side missions throughout the entire game, man, they drag on that that the playthrough or the playtime, in my opinion. So you're telling me that if I just go str- bum right bum rush right through it, it'll be nice and short. No, no. <laughs> I, I even if you well, because my playthrough took me gosh, I don't know, I think it was like 40, 35, 40 hours, but like I would say maybe half of that is side missions, maybe slightly half. And it's just like, because the, the side missions you can tell, because I think it's, gosh, there's like exclamation points above people's heads. I think green is side missions above people's heads. Green, yeah. And then there's the other one. The other one, if you just go straight to that, that's all main quest. Yeah, I think right. the I think the game's far more entertaining if you don't do, because this, I think my big problem is, is if you play previous Final Fantasy games, most of the time the side quests are like really um varied there there's a lot of diversity in a lot of the side quests like yeah, uh, a lot of personality and character yeah that's where you find like, the weird quirky nonsense kind of stuff mm-hmm. like like uh gosh i'm trying to remember but i remember in seven when you went to the the disc what was the disc um oh, the saucer uh, the saucer the saucer had all sorts of mini games and all sorts of things and yeah this game like the side quests are almost always go one place collect an item go one place kill a few items and or kill a few creatures and i feel like that's it they're literally they're all just collect or kill or walk somewhere you know it's there is no like i don't know i don't want to that's that's kind of melancholy when it comes it's Mm kind of sad oh well i'm i'm gonna enjoy it for the story like overall like if i had to give this a number like 
out of 10, I'm, I'm going to probably give it a six because I really enjoy playing mm-hmm. it so far. And it's, it's really driving me in like no joke. You play it and you're just kind of like, I want to see more. I want to see more. I want to see more. I want to know what's going and on. Six doesn't seem like really high praise for that particular comment. Like I, if I hear six, I'm going to think pretty middling. Um, yeah. but it sounds like you're good. Like I'm what? Oh, well, it sounds like you're higher than a six. I mean, I know this is all subjective, but like you're acting like you know you could keep on keeping on. So that seems like a higher. You're still very early in the me. game. I, don't know. I mean, maybe I can put it a seven, maybe. There's a lot of cool boss battles though that are like really cool. Boss battles are fun. Yeah, the boss battles are awesome in the game. Like I said, I think the the the, the combat system is simplistic, but it's fun, and I like how fast it is. Mm-hmm. It is very fast. And you get to do you like you're you feel like you're just doing tons of damage, like it's freaking ridiculous, like it's like wow, there's a lot going on. You you definitely feel the double may cry kind of feels to it. Like hands so, down. is this what you want to see in future Final Fantasy like when seventeen comes out? Do you want it to be modeled after this? Do you want like what elements from this do you want to see carry forward? Do you want it to go back to something more traditional? Like where do you guys kind of sit as far as like? future Final Fantasy stuff. I would like for it to like I really enjoy again, I enjoyed the narrative and the and the spectacle of the game and all, but I would prefer if it had the system of like at least with Final Fantasy 7 remake, at least remake brought over the whole materia system and also you know, it, it brought over a lot of the similar systems and just surrounded it with a better looking game, better, you know, graphical fidelity and all that stuff. I I would you want pre- a more complex system. I want a more complex system. Yeah, yeah, I, I hate to say, I think this this is like a game for babies. Like it's like, it, it's fun and it's like it's a ride, but man, it's I don't know. What about you, gamer? I I don't want to let you talk. Well, over. I I like the old school stuff. Like I'm a huge fan of the old school stuff. I like being like, I like being played a little bit when it comes to the systems because I like to be mm-hmm. like thinking consistently on my on on my feet i like to constantly be on like on a move and if i die it's because of me um it's because i didn't do a good strategy like like when i was fighting hell house you know like that guy was a nonsense monster i was like you son of a mm-hmm. gun man like and then I, my friend figured told me a couple of things i was like oh oops that's what it was so like you know this one um i'm not too far in before I'm gathering so far, um, it it's it's almost like, <sighs> yeah, it, it's 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 like easy mode Final Fantasy. It's so like you, you guys ever played a game called Mystic Quest? Yeah, I think I've heard of it. Okay, Mystic Quest is for Super Nintendo. That's a baby game. Yeah, you want to play? You want to play a baby game? That's <laughs> baby Final Fantasy game. You get like what two players, and it's like using like that whole earthbound type of fighting system, right? Where it's up and down, whatever, and it is easy. It is easy. Like that game, I was disappointed on how easy it was. But this one, even though it's easy, at least the story makes up for it. Like at yeah. least for the bare minimum. Yeah, like the 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 character Clive, he's tend to kind of feel bad for the guy actually. You feel horrible for the dude. That's that's one thing I'm glad you brought up. I wanted to touch on it real quick. This game is a freaking as a freaking downer, man. 
There is not a heck of a whole like. Oh God, oh, I was gonna run. A to lot the of Final Fantasies are downers though. Like, no, man, but this one, this one makes you feel bad. This like, game makes you feel really bad. Like you, you, you know, like we've played a bunch of Final Fantasies. You know, they're all different in different capacities. Well, like even like, um, even seven, like seven. You know, like the game is bright. It is colorful. There is like beauty and stuff but then like there's the whole precinct you know having the the top of it drop down on the citizens and there's the townsfolk like, being murdered like it has they're 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 dark and grim but like those games have like a light there's like a levity at some times and this game i can't remember much like ooh, that was nice you know yeah like there's mm. there, up to this point it's just like everyone's out to get you Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're you're a freaking you were a slave like it's bad <laughs> it's bad and you're just you know you went against pretty much government crap like always and every final fantasy game is always like that but um but in this case it's just jesus it, it gets crazy it's like wow what a what a what a sad little story again it's such yeah. a strange thing because like i love the game and would recommend it but that's why I think I mentioned it before. Like, I could totally see people not liking this game. Like, I've I liked it. it, but it's, you know, it's not the typical Final Fantasy fans' cup of tea, I don't yeah. think. Yeah, I could see yeah. how a normal person won't, a normal Final Fantasy normal. fan won't like it. Yeah, I know. I hate to say normal, but that's, I mean, we're not well, really, but. Like, I know, like, I, I've been coming at this, like, you know, kind of like, it's all about, you know, it has to be traditional Final Fantasy. But that's not really where I stand on it, too. Like, I'm probably in the minority. Um, I really liked Final Fantasy 15, which was honestly nice. was probably leaning towards the 16 style of stuff. Like, you had a party system, but it was very muted. Um, The combat was more action-based than anything else. So it was sort of leaning that direction, but I was okay with that. For me, that kind of hit this threshold where it was still shifting the paradigm of what final fantasy was you were kind of getting away from the pure traditional sense but it had enough of that in there to kind of you know balance it out still felt like final fantasy from a gameplay perspective it sounds like this just like crossed a line a little bit and i feel like it might just went a little too far for me like i'm okay with there being like a small like insignificant party system not no party system um i'm okay with there being you know action combat but not action combat that i have no strategic control over like I don't know. I said I might play this still. I mean, I, I am a sucker for Final Fantasy stories, so it might bring me in at some point. But I don't know. I'm I'm missing those elements. If this wasn't maybe um put up there as like a mainline Final Fantasy entry, if it was kind of you know more advertised as like a spinoff sideline story, like you know Dirge of Cerberus style something, maybe I'd be a little more accepting of it. But thinking of like the mainline direction, I don't know. Feels weird to me. But I, I don't know. Didn't they say they were gonna keep going in this direction? Just like they—that's what I heard. Just, yeah, just like uh, Legend of Zelda, they're going with that direction. <laughs> they're sticking. Well, to be it. fair, it's more move your mic a little still bit closer. But more mainstream. Did I about me? No gamer. No. What's up? Like your audio's over. It's over There you go. Hi. I don't know. I'm sure this is more mainline appealing for many people. I mass audiences probably didn't want like, well, I even hate to say that. I don't want to say like, you know, the general consumer wants a dumbed down Final Fantasy experience. I mean, I would imagine that this particular direction is more appealing to mass audiences. And I'm sure that's once again, more profitable. That's where they're leading towards. But 
I don't know. I I know we still have like the Final uh, Fantasy Seven remake, remaster, whatever they're calling them, which will hopefully scratch the itch of a slightly more traditional Final Fantasy. But I'm hoping when those wrap up and they're moving on to whatever the next next iteration is, they don't completely lose sight of some of those more traditional elements. But and I think I think that's one see. of the things that like I think was going on is that they're focusing so much on seven that that's really where they're they're diving all their 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 manpower like 16 they had a lot of people obviously. i don't know man this the game, game looks beautiful man the, the game looks awesome I, I, I don't know if i would say it feel this game feels like a game that has the b team working on it like this game is quality like this is a triple oh, oh, a square enix's best like looking game like it amazing it's a long freaking game it's got like a deep narrative it's just yeah it, it, it to me it, something to me it feels it just feels like a slice of life you know different flavor they're just like sure guy from devil may cry do what you want you know i, I, well, you know, think, I think we fine. can all agree on fantasy final fantasy 14 is the best final fantasy oh fantastic <laughs> you know you said you weren't even going to play it again when it comes to xbox that doesn't mean i don't think it's the best i just feel like i don't think i've ever game. felt so satisfied uh, with the way i've like finished my time in a final fantasy game i'm not oh, going to yeah, retread it but yeah i don't know it had i had a whole arc that i made and i felt very happy about it so was fun. Right. I, I was hoping they would go with that direction with like was 16 like they would steal a little bit of things from that game that's kind of what i thought they but, were doing maybe because they were going for like that more medieval old school final fantasy theming i'm like oh this is gonna be like a single player final fantasy 14 and maybe i just i gauge my expectations really off there and that i don't know, put me in a weird spot now, with the game now i wish what what i thought was interesting is um what makes it easy too and um, i'm probably just you know putting more you know lint into the fire but uh mm, when you do use like powers and stuff you there's no like downtime you can just slam them you could just slam your fire oh yeah like it's literally like just you hit and go like that's another thing is as you go through the game is it like resource you're using like, no you're not... no no mp each each ability has um a each <laughs> each ability has a charger when you use a, a power it takes 10 15 yeah. 20 seconds to charge but the problem not the problem i thought it was sweet freaking sweet but like you you get like a you get like three different major abilities and basically if you just trigger you just keep cycling your way through the three major and each one has its own ability so you almost 24 7 are just spamming special abilities yeah you spam special abilities consistently yeah. except for the super special powers which What's interesting is that if you use the you know special powers, you can you, you can get like extra like I don't mm -hmm. know, I forget, like so again points at the end or whatever for killing the character <clears throat> or killing an enemy after using that move. It's it's like interesting. So again, you can spam basically your specials. You it's ridiculously easy to have the strongest weapon that you can possibly have, and you can almost never get hit if you hold on to that one necklace or charm or whatever it is. Like it's it's like it's like come on. It, 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 it scratches not the RPG itch, I say. I think it scratches more along the lines of like, oh, yeah, Power I just want to destroy. Yeah, I just want to go in there and just just wreck face like it's it's kind of interesting. It's just, it's like going into Borderlands. And it's just perfect being like, for to destroy. It's perfect for people with troubles. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Fair enough, I suppose. Anyway, I think I digress. I don't think I have much to say. Um, I'm we'll talk about it again. You're still early. Yeah, You're still early. I, I like I like it. The graphics are beautiful. It's a beautiful I game. Oh. That, that beginning scene though is killer. Is you talking about the like, opening boss fight? Hell yeah! Like it there's, is so good. There's a lot of boss fights, <laughs> and so they're so good. good. Like, yeah. Oh my god! There's so many like Acon fights. It's so dumb. Like it's just it's like kaiju heaven. This is like it's a game. It's, 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 great. A, it's a game for dumb babies. Just, you yeah, just... It really is like for <laughs> dumb babies, like people who like that kind of. Stuff. I'm a dumb baby. I don't know. I'm I'm easily yeah, entertained. I guess. All and right. My statue looks beautiful. By the mm. way, I opened it up finally. It is. It's it's Phoenix versus the the Ifrit, and it looks awesome. Mm. It looks so good. It's beautiful. Come to me, Ifrit. All right. Yeah, so if you guys yeah. if you guys don't mind, I'm gonna quickly spend less than five minutes talking about Baldur's Baldur's Gate. Um, I started playing Baldur's Gate three. If you guys don't know, this is like before Starfield. This is the game everyone has been talking about. Um, I had a very. In I only played it for maybe seven or eight hours. And have, do you guys have any interest in playing this game at any point I ever? Do. You do. I did. Yeah, I do. I think you. I, I, I saw. I saw gameplay. Uh, I was in Washington D.C. this weekend, yeah. so my friend was showing me. Baldur's Gate 3 and all the stuff you can do and all the naked ladies you can have running around. It was pretty awesome. I <laughs> I 100% see why people love this game. I see it. Like it to me it totally scratches the 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 Mass Effect itch where like, you know, making decisions and having doing things that affect story and narrative and all that. Like I think that's where the game in my opinion is like the most fun is when you're um making decisions I, I don't know if you guys know but it's you know Dungeons and Dragons of course so like you're rolling dice to to like help dictate decisions and your chances of succeeding or failing at things and like that aspect of the game for me is like freaking awesome it's so fun to like again it, it's it's like that paragon you know what was it renegade thing with mass effect like i, I was totally getting I was having so much fun making decisions and being evil or being good. Um, I think where I don't, I don't know what I was expecting. The thing that, as you can expect, as you can guess, the thing that threw me off was I wasn't a big fan of the combat, um, which you guys know it's turn-based and everything. Mm. I don't know. I've never gotten into like XCOM like games. It's very much like XCOM mixed with, uh, maybe like, I don't know. I was because I remember talking with our buddy Kyle, and I had told him I'd heard it was similar to Dragon Age Origins. Which, if you guys remember, Dragon Age Origins did have a slowdown mechanic. It did kind of have turn-based elements, but it also was like it was live action. Like it was like Mass Effect, where yeah. like you would you could it was real time, but you could stop time to make certain decisions, use certain potions and stuff in between. But for the most part, there is like a like a combat. I I don't know. I was expecting more like that. And then when you step into this like actual role playing, you know, wait for your people to move to a place. And then I, I don't know. It's I found it really freaking hard too. like I had no idea because there's like an entire really difficult. There's an, you just need an amulet that slows down time so you can't die. 
<laughs> what already slows down time it's time-based okay. yeah, right. um, your excuse it, nice. there's so many decisions like you have an entire at the bottom screen you have an like this you have like a hundred different things that are there and it's just like i don't know maybe for me it was just like sensory overload or i don't, I don't know my i'm in, I, I don't know i want you guys to play it because i want to know what you think it it just felt like it felt like so much to kind of step into combat wise and also even though i enjoyed the narrative and all of that stuff this is like the third game in like a huge series i've never touched so like i'm stepping in and i have like no idea what is happening it i don't know there's so much that matters i mean i played man i remember playing Baldur's gate 2 but that was forever ago and i can't remember any mm -hmm. of the narrative either so i don't know I'm more of sure like a thing like Diablo. Like if you haven't played all the Diablos, I don't think it really matters if you go into playing the new Diablo, right? I mean the story carries on, but not really carries on. So I don't know. I mean, I won't begrudge you if the systems weren't for you. You are the only person that I've heard not not saying that everybody loved the game, but you're the first person I've heard it had like a bit of a negative take on it. So that's interesting. Well, again, like I had a negative take with the combat. Like again, I'm you know, me and you love like a lot of the same RPGs. Like I love decision making, being renegade, being good, paragon of virtue type stuff, making decisions that have an overall impact on a on a narrative as a whole, making decisions. Like I see why like that aspect I like. It's just I don't know, this the, I I've tried playing XCOM. What what kind of games have that? It's like XCOM, I know Gears Tactics. I mean, it's just I I don't know. Maybe my my I have a simpleton brain. Maybe I just can't handle. Cause like you, you literally don't, you, <laughs> yeah, you literally don't just have like a bunch of different. You have like twenty skills on screen, but then you also in your bag you have like, like fifty items, and it's just like the different items you can use to affect the area. I don't know. It, it just it felt like a lot for me. You didn't, you didn't mention the terrible in, uh, inventory system that these people created. Um, like, look, I don't know if you guys And I've did. seen it. Uh, that game company, uh, what, what is it? Uh, Larian. 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 Larian Studios. Bro, their inventory system is garbage. So they're worse than Bethesda's these, because they're pretty I, garbage. I'll, I'll tell you right now, after seeing it, apparently they never, from all the Baldur's Gates have been up, that, up to this point... They have never fixed it. So they need to do something about that. Um, their inventory system is Because, like, if you see on screen, oh. all of that stuff on the bottom, that's just your abilities. Like, there's literally, like, like an entire bag. That makes me giddy. <laughs> like, it looks very MMO-ish. <laughs> well, especially after hearing how neutered Final Fantasy has been. Like, I mean, maybe this is the other extreme. It's a little too far, but... I don't know. I want a meaty RPG like that. It's been so long since I've had a good one that, oh, that looks great to that me. Looks, that, <laughs> looks pretty, that looks pretty meaty. Mm -hmm. I mean, from what I've seen so far, it looks awesome. Like, I, I would love to play it. Like, I would like to. Yeah, maybe you I'm know. just, maybe I'm, because it's not like I haven't liked RPGs that have elements of this. Like, I played all the Witcher games, and some of the earlier Witcher games are kind of similar to this. I just, I don't know. I don't remember if those games did a better job of maybe there's just less to it. Like maybe this just well, had to me this just had a whole lot that I'm just like again. The cool, it, feature, 
a cool feature that I saw just just to kind of throw it in there mm-hmm. is um you don't have to play with other people if you don't want to. I didn't play with mm-hmm. other people. You, I was playing by you myself. You can play with randomly rolled the four, three characters and you can scrap them at any time. Hmm. That is awesome. Because then it's like, oh, if you don't like that one, oh, you could just get rid of them. And you don't just... have friends? We'll make you some friends. Here yeah, you we'll go. make you friends. That's okay. You can play a ball. You don't like those friends? Ball. Ah, kill them off. We'll give you some kill new them friends. Off. Make <laughs> some more. It's like, oh, that's so cool that you could do that. Like, it's, it's I don't know. I think that, to me, is pretty neat. Because then that that's like, oh, yeah. you don't need to play online with people. Yeah, the game, the game has, like, infinite. Like, I can already tell from the seven hours I played. It has, like, infinite possibility. Like, I can see there's so much crap thrown in here like like um uh i'm trying to remember like there was a there's a bog or some sort of swamp i came across that has like mysticism spread over it and your like awareness level can dictate whether you can like see through the bog or not so again there's there's cool there's cool stuff there i just i I don't know maybe it was a lot for me just to kind of step into you went from simplicity to super complicated. That's like... really true. I went from like a baby game to a game for a, a, head, a, a headmaster, a man game. I don't know. Man game. That's a different a game. game for a man. Oh, the man game. The man game. Yeah. I don't know. That's go all I had back, to say. Go back to your playpen, little boy. I mean, because I, I don't want to act well, like. Well, if anything, um, I think you've sold me more on the game. So thanks. Yeah. Appreciate that. Because I don't want to act like I didn't not play i played it for like eight seven to eight hours so that's for me in my opinion i feel like that's a not a healthy chunk but like i'm sure this game's probably 100 hours or something but i feel like it was long enough where i'm just like okay i kind of see i see what people like and i see what i don't care for you know what i mean yeah i want to revisit that topic at some point especially when we get to starfield like is eight to ten hours enough to know a game because i'm not so sure but either way, um, cool. cool. I mean, I'm I'm still interested. I mean, I I think you guys turned me off more and more to 16, but That's I think okay. if anything, you've turned me more on to this one. Giggity. But at least with hmm. Starfield is like an action. Just wait till 16. It's more actiony like though. At least with Starfield, yeah, I, I think like... I'm just gonna have to be in the right mood for 16 at this point. I just yeah. need to be in different frame of different place, different mindset. I'm sure I'll get some enjoyment out of it. But I, I yeah. actually think I kind of just jumped into this because I didn't. I got so sick and tired of Xenoblade Chronicles that. I'm just like, you know what? I, I want a different game. Let me jump on. I almost wonder game. if you play Final Fantasy 16, if the best thing to do is to totally ignore all the side quests and just do the main quests. Because then that makes the difficulty of the combat, maybe that makes it slightly harder because you're under leveled. Because like, I was doing every single, I did every single side quest in the entire game. And um, again, the combat was ridiculously easy. There's, I remember the two bosses I had trouble with. And I only died maybe like two or three times. So, mm, oh, okay. All right. So that's it for Baldur's Gate. Who wants to go first? Do you want to save Starfield um, for last? Yeah, I will tell you before you get into yours, though. Before I get into Starfield, um, I'm going to do a quick shout out. I didn't put it on the list. Oh, sure, but, good. Um, I didn't. I had completely missed this. Like when they announced it, I was like, "Oh, sweet, can't wait for that." And then it completely just passed me by. And I remember looking it up the other day because I saw someone playing it. I'm like, "That came out already." But um, we love Katamari reroll. If I can get that. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, well, yeah, I love the Katamari, Katamari games. Katamari games are so fun. Like when you're in a bad mood, those are the games to play, man. Like they are just chill. They're bright. They're 
they're weird and quirky in that awesome uh, Japanese way. So um, this actually might be one of my favorite ones. It's hard to gauge because they're all very similar. Um, but I don't recall in the other ones that they had a similar level. There was one level where instead of rolling Katamari, you had a sumo wrestler. And you rolled him around, he got fatter and fatter as you rolled him around. Like, just like, stuff like that. That's great. So, that's my shout out. If you haven't played Katamari or in a bad mood, it's a good one to try out. It's cheap, like 30 bucks. They remind me of um, uh, one of the podcasts I listened to. One of the guys, his, his like, go-to stressed out game is a Super Monkey Ball. And he always, oh, yeah. just, he always just talks about it. He's like, I'm stressed. I, need, I, I, had to, I had to play Super Monkey Ball for, like, 20 minutes to... It's just random, well, like rolling just, around. Yeah. You just want a game that is just a game. Like there's no crazy narrative or super complex systems. Just as a super simple mechanic that gives you an objective, and you can just go for it. That's what like the Katamari kind of stuff is, or you know, there's a other games like that. But I feel like there's less of them nowadays, mm -hmm. or at least like they kind of get buried underneath like the AAA releases. And sometimes a game can just be a simple game and still be great. And sometimes I appreciate that more. I remember, um, oh, what was it? It was during like uh, COVID was happening. Life was just crazy. And Animal I Crossing. think that's when, well, Animal Crossing was one, but uh, Man Eater. Do you remember that? Oh, oh the, yeah. the shark game. Yeah, shark yeah game it was, was a stupid game. by most metrics. Not a great game, but it was just very singular, oh. simple focused game. It wasn't trying to be anything more than what it was. And man, I love that game for that. So this is kind of in that same realm. Just a, if you're trying to kick back, relax, you know, ease some stress, stuff like that can be good for you. The uh, the Hollow Notes Simulator game. <laughs> All right. Since we're doing, since you called that game out, I, I, I saw a couple of glimpses on Sea of Stars. I'm very Dude, I interested. Told, yeah, that I, really I, I told you guys I'm about that game. That. Yeah, a couple weeks ago I sent it to you that it's going to be on Game Pass and everything. Oh yeah, and I picked it up, and I have it downloaded on all my Xboxes. <laughs> I've, so I've I actually seen. Sure play it. I've seen a lot of good huh? reviews on it. Oh yeah, oh, man, I saw, I, oh man, I saw it a little bit. It reminded me of Chrono Trigger, um, mm -hmm. not not because of the composer, because the composer is the person who did Chrono Trigger, but um, you it, should. It, it has a lot of those mechanics. You should play that yeah. after after sixteen. I'm sure. Oh, I'm man. sure there'll be a difficulty spike. I'm sure. Oh man, that's gonna get my rocks off on my RPG. And that madness. You're gonna choke right your there. choke your chocobo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, buddy. All right, so we're gonna save Phoenix's game for last, since how that's pretty important for the episode. So I'm gonna move on. I'll be quick with these two games, but quite possibly one of the best games I played in a little bit. I finally played ba -ba -da -ba, Marvel Spider-Man. I finally got to Insomniac game. I finally got to uh, play it. Um, especially with you know Marvel Spider-Man two coming out in October, I wanted to kind of blast through this one and Miles Morales, and uh, I did just that. Um, how much do you remember about this game, Phoenix? I'm sure. You, how many times have Good you played about. it? Um, I, mean, I played it the first time through. I think I did the new game plus. Um, I, mean, I didn't. Every once in a while I come back to revisit it because my daughter likes to hop on to swing through with Spider-Man. She's really big into like across the Spider-Verse right now. So anything that's got Spider-Man or Miles, she's all about. So I, I guess I have revisited a little bit since then. But I mean, I played it, was it when it came out? I mean, it was a little bit after. Um, but it, I loved it then. I mean, it seems like you had a similar take. I freaking loved it. Like, I I feel like it, for me, if you Phoenix knows, but like, one of my favorite game series of ever ever is the Arkham series, and I feel like this 
it's easy to compare it because of um you know the combat very similar combat system the open world mechanics pretty similar as well um but like it it scratches that like that free-flowing movement of of traveling around the city you know with the bat mm. you know with the bat suit here it like feels just as fun just kind of swinging around and i don't know it Makes feels feel like spider-man feel like feel like peter or miles whichever but um there's it's so fun like i had fun just kind of tra traversing the town and landmark mm. seeking i even that's the crazy thing is well i'll touch on it with miles morales but with this game i almost loved all of the collecting stuff almost every collecting thing gave like a little narrative and like told you something about it gave you 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 got to take like a deep dive into peter's life with whatever you yeah. were collecting what were you gonna say no i was gonna say I me mean, i i agree and part of it is yeah the items you collect are fun and also like your whole point really this game beyond like the narrative is moving and traversing new york city so it's fun to just get from collectible to collectible other games you know it's a slog having to like go through a big open world or find some random cave. Like I hated collecting some of the stuff, even in like, um, you know, tears of the kingdom. I was just over it. But in this game, I could swing around New York for hours and never really get tired. Just cause that's one of the main gameplay uh, loops, right? It's mm -hmm. just traversal. So um, it makes us navigating, collecting, doing little side missions, a lot of fun throughout the entire time. Yeah. And of course, all the boss battles, everything's super fun. Like once you get to the raft and the, you know, the S-H-I-T begins to go down. It's just like, like, it's really cool. Um, narratively, I won't ruin the main narrative, but like narratively, it's fun with what happens with Peter and how the, how the, you know, everything that's going on with Mr. Negative and all the other bosses. It's super cool. I really enjoyed my did time. Did you play any of the DLCs? I did not. I went straight into Morales. Okay. It doesn't really matter. I don't think they're necessary. They have some fun stuff in them, but. Um, the other thing I was going to ask, um, I think I remember you kind of alluding to this in one of your early playthroughs, um, because the other big Spider-Man game that most people would tout as like the next best underneath this or close to it, old school Spider-Man two, uh, Toby's, um, uh, day. I never played um, that one, but I always remember people liking it. Yeah. You didn't play it. Mm -mm. Oh, okay. Well, I guess this point won't really go real far then. Um, because I, I think in most cases, this game is, of course, head and shoulders above that. There's one thing Spider-Man 2 did really well. I still feel like this game doesn't quite hit. Um, there was this swinging mechanic where, like, when you get to the bottom or, quote-unquote, the apex of the swing, you could, like, do an extra boost. And it gave your character, like, just this extra speed as you're going through. Mm. That felt really good. This game doesn't really do that. Maybe it's more realistic this way. And there's other ways to get some speed while swinging around. But I still miss that little little element spider-man 2 felt a little faster from what i recall and it could be rose tinted glasses nostalgia kind of feeding into that i haven't played it in a decade but well, i it's... remember just that feeling in this game it still wasn't quite there well it's like the arkham games had a similar thing where where, where um you know you would grapple to a to a spot and mm -hmm. if you double tapped a your your grapple would shoot you faster at the point right and then it would launch batman so yeah it just gave like this little like momentum kind of push that just made two feel really quick um and i feel like i watched a youtube video um a while back where somebody actually went back and tried to analyze that mm -hmm. i think they 
were able to break down that two is actually faster than the new one with that mechanic. So not an important thing. It's a real nitpicky thing. I mean, this game is better than two in almost every well, other way. But like well, I, I think in an interview with the developers at Insomniac, they said that they styled this game after two. They literally yeah. said that like every mechanic they they said they were trying to make just a a spiritual successor. yeah that was a pillar to make base mm -hmm. it off of yeah. um but yeah i had fun just about every aspect of this game like landmark seeking collecting all the collectibles getting all the suits putting away you mentioned there was one negative wasn't there that you... it, my only real oh, negative it's a very surface level but like i didn't like the look of this peter i for some reason thought his character model was very generic i don't know he just you know this is not the original model this is when so when um spider-man first came out of the ps4 that game it had a completely different character model then when they re-released it for the ps5 with the re i think if they did during the remaster um they, they remodeled it? it they remodeled spider-man peter parker so he was a little closer looking to tom holland just a little bit. Eh. The original one. I gotta look up. Very look different. Like. I'll look it up later. Um, but... He's a little, a little weird looking. Um, I liked it better. Uh, because you're right. I think the new one. I think is a little overly generic. Because it's not Tom Holland. It's kind of like you know, um, the Marvel's Avenger game they put mm -hmm. out where all the superheroes kind of look like the MCU actors, but not really. They're in this weird kind of uncanny, generic mm -hmm. look. That's what they did with this Spider-Man. The I original one had more character to him. Yeah, so. for some reason, like, I feel like the voice actors, everyone was great. All the acting was great. Fantastic. Um, I just felt like his character model, for some reason, like, stood out from everyone else. So that's interesting, because I didn't even know it was a different character yeah. in the original version of the game. So they didn't change any yeah. other character? I'm really curious if you'll think he looks better. Nope. Just him that I remember. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I just I for some reason thought he just like he did I he he didn't look like Andrew he didn't look like Toby he just looked like some generic like nineteen twenty year old I was just like he looked too smooth is that a is that a bad way of calling someone mm -hmm. telling them that they look smooth <laughs> <You're definitely laughs> smooth. Uh, you, you look kind of smooth uh, okay here oh, I got it's an easy picture. way to get arrested can... shouldn't say that. All right, let me see. Let Phoenix if give it this a will go. Can oh, see okay. That? I see. Can I get that bigger? Oh. So this is how he was before. This is how he is now. Wow, he's completely so, different. So, like, he looked. He looks better. This was a weird he model. Looks better like, the big... than the first one. He looked more unique. Yeah. I don't. I, I like the original compared to that. This. Just, yeah, I think toned him down too much, made him a little more generic. His features are more His distinct. Yeah, in the first one. <laughs> His nose is wider. <laughs> you catch him. Uh, that's funny. Um, okay, but yeah. Yes, yeah, so they definitely changed him around a, quite a bit. Even the hair. I didn't realize they moved the hair around, too. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, they did. Interesting. Why did they do hmm. I, I just don't... I get it. Maybe you said Tom Holland, but... I am pretty sure it was around the time, like, I don't know if it was when Civil War came out, or if it was Homecoming, whatever, but I'm, I thought that's why I read the reasoning was. Maybe it was a completely different reason, but I, I'm pretty sure they have the same voice actor, so they didn't change no. it due to that. I mean, I, I, again, I thought the voice actor was great. It didn't bother yeah. me. Um, I did read that I think more more, more people had more problems with, uh, or, you know what, since, we're, since I'm moving on, let's go ahead and move on to Miles.
or anything else you have to say about spider-man i just had a bunch of fun mm. it, yeah. it's really weird because it's like i don't have much more to say like i enjoyed almost every aspect of it the narrative the combat i just it's i think this is probably one of those games where every year or other year i'll probably try and play it you know just, yeah i had a lot of fun but yeah so speaking of um one thing I did know that other people had problems with is I did get to also play Miles Morales. I know a lot of people didn't really like his voice actor, or I think some people were annoyed. I didn't think he was that bad. I, I personally didn't have a problem. What about you? I thought he was fine. Um, I think uh, the voice didn't match the model as well to me. Like The model looked like he was older, and the voice sounded younger. So I think there was a weird juxtaposition for me there, but it didn't bother me. I mean, I thought the voice on its own was fine, especially when you're in the suit. It was just, you know, whatever. Um, I thought his voice acting was good. His delivery was good. I mean, it wasn't something I took major issue with. I just, when you see his face and hear the voice, it didn't quite mesh up to me, but. Um, yeah, if you guys didn't play this one, this almost in every way has like, it, it feels similar to um the previous game the only thing is is everything i mean for that for the fidelity wise it's definitely a step up at least i thought like i think new york looked better like me yeah even even though the remaster was a remaster i still think this one looked better um i'm pretty sure this one was built i don't want to say quote unquote for the ps5 but they were really kind of touting it as like one of the early ps5 releases mm -hmm. uh and the ps4 version was you know kind of the neutered version and they did this the original spider-man remaster after the fact and you know that game wasn't built with the ps5 in mind so anything they added on would have been just that add-on this one was kind of built with i think certain technologies already kind of in place probably utilizes like the ray tracing better and things like that also like i think a lot of that game too was set at night and there was just something about the way new york looked at night i don't know i like i don't it. remember i think so i think you might be right on that um it was christmas too and it had a different kind of sheen to everything mm -hmm. it was um i don't know like this one i I still feel like I, I enjoyed it, but to me, it was a step down from the previous one. It It's weird because we were talking about it before, but like on, as, in terms of feel and movement and combat, it's more fluid. Like it feels better. Like I actually feel like Miles swings faster and moves faster than Peter in this one. His combat is also better. He has more ability. So you yeah. would think the combat would be more entertaining, but I, I don't know. Like for some reason, I I feel like things were more fun in the previous game. Maybe it's hard to explain. Like, um, I don't know. Like e even though everything felt better, maybe maybe just the narrative was just that much better. That that's what I'm focusing in on in my head. Maybe I'm like letting the the narrative overwhelm like the feel of the game. I don't know. Um, maybe I mean I I had a bigger gap between the two. I mean you played them back to back. I played them so you back probably to noticed back. the disparity a little different. I mean I played Spider Man the original close to when it came out. I think it might have been like right when it came out. And they played Miles pretty much when it came out. But I mean there was a good what couple of years or so between that year and a half. I don't know. So I didn't notice exactly. I do feel like Miles had a bigger move set for sure. Um, I think it changed the combat where I think because he had so many extra powers, there were a lot of other enemies that had to be put in place to kind of counteract those powers. And maybe that added just a different, I want to say layer to the combat, but maybe a different approach to it that you didn't like as much. Um, I don't feel like I recall it quite as many negatively as you did. Well, but, it's also, um, I do remember the experiences <laughs> feeling 
shorter, more condensed, not in a bad way. Uh, I think at the time while I was playing it, I was kind of glad it was a little bit shorter, um, just fit my schedule better at the time. So I had a pretty favorable experience with Miles overall. Well, it's also, since you bring it up, it's also a little more disappointing that, yes, you have more abilities and more options in terms of what you can do because of his electromagnetic mm -hmm. or whatever it is, um, bioelectricity, I think it is. But like... Yeah. It doesn't help that like you have like you have more abilities and more options, but you have less enemy variety. There's literally only like two mm. types of people you fight. It's the uh, who is it that the tinkerers people? I don't remember what they were called. And then there is the what was the evil Roxon, the Roxon people. And it's just like eh, they're pretty boring. Most of them, they're both sides either just like they either have shields or I'll show. They either just have sh sh oh right when I do it, Rhino pops up. He's honestly the sections that involved Rhino were some of the best sections in the entire game. Like the opening, mm -hmm. the opening scene of you actually getting to see Rhino's path of destruction through New York City is like one of the best scenes throughout the entire game. Um, I feel like as opposed to the previous one, that's what's missing with this one is like, like the real moments that are like super memorable. Like, Miles Morales, there weren't that super memorable scenes for me. Like, the Rhino one. Well, it's supposed to be a, you know, a more intimate, I think, um, kind of game, too. Because Miles, you know, early on, his, you know, spidering uh, career. So, I think they wanted to kind of keep the stakes a little bit lower, at least until the end of it. So, maybe that's part of it. I don't mm -hmm. know. Because I know the original Peter, uh, or the first game, his Peter was more established. So, he had more enemies to pull from, you know, larger, you know, um, however you want to look at it. I think they had more to work with there and they wanted to go a little bigger. So maybe that was an intentional decision. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe, maybe like you were saying, because of the, the length of the game, it just the, the enemy variety is just lacking as opposed to the previous one. You only deal with, uh, what, two of Spider-Man's main villains. I mean, mm -hmm. is Tinker technically a main villain? I mean, I know you deal with you know, Prowler, but Prowler, you don't... He's one section and it's like... Hmm. Kind of makes you wonder, like, what this game, if it was maybe supposed to be something else. Um, and what I mean by that DLC. is... DLC? I'm curious... Well, I'm curious if they originally meant to have made DLC for the first game. Because, I mean, it's it's the same game in so many ways. They just kind of added on to it. It seems like they really wanted a a big game, a flagship game for PS5. Because of right at the release. And I think this was really... This is really it. This was the only game I think PS5 had when it released. So... I'm curious if it was a shift from maybe taking it from DLC and porting it to a full game. Maybe that's where some of the, I don't know, lack of variety is kind of coming into play or kind of the, you know, not expanded story. It just feels like a smaller experience, maybe because it was supposed to be a, a smaller experience, at least initially. But I could be wrong. I'm kind of, you know, um, you know, uh, what's what we're saying to kind of speculating here, but. I don't know, it kind of feels that way when you look at it in context of the release of the PS5, what you got in the final game, etc. Oh, that's basically all I had to say. I mean, I'm finally done with those two games. I'm, I'm, I think I mentioned it before. I'm more excited now for Marvel Spider-Man Two because now we get to see. Uh, I mean, they didn't really answer where or gamer. Do you care about small spoilers with Spider-Man? Not really. <clears throat> we don't really know where the Venom came from. I mean, is it the same typical? It came from space because somehow well, they do kind of. You kind of know that. Uh, that. See, this kind of annoyed me when they try to make it a big mystery where it came from. I feel like it's at the end of Spider-Man 1. I don't remember if it was like a mid credit scene or whatnot. They show the Venom 
in a little tube, like yeah. a little Venom symbiote piece in the tube where Harry Osborn's in like mm-hmm. a big like yeah. sick mm-hmm. tube. So clearly it's synthetic. At oh, least that's my So you thought. think they created it and it's not the typical it came from space? I think so, because I feel like that is... I could be wrong here. I think that's the ultimate Spider-Man kind of um, origin of Venom. He's a synthetic, like, cancer cure kind of thing. Mm. I feel like they're leaning on that as probably a way to, you know, save Harry. I guess the question is, which route do they go as far as Venom's host? I mean, clearly uh, Peter's going to have it for a little bit, but is it ultimately going to grasp on Brock was always supposed to... Well, it's supposed to be, but it depends on which origin they go with they've changed things before it could be harry they might forego him being you know hobgoblin or anything down the line and he could be your it has to be hobgoblin i mean at least we know we know it moves on to to peter because you see it in the yeah so i don't know it'll be fun i mean i I very much doubt they're gonna drop the ball on spider-man 2 like if it is even just spider-man 1 again with some more stuff added i I already know what's gonna happen in spider-man 2 I can already tell you. Let me tell you. I'll ru- I'm going to ruin Spider-Man uh-huh. 2. Peter is going to become the ultimate baddie, and Miles is going to have to defeat Peter at the end. There you go. Yeah, I'm hoping they... I don't think they'll go that full route. I think that will be like In that trailer, the they show Peter clearly becoming... Well, he'll go bad. I don't think he's going to be the big bad at the end. I think that will be like, before you go into Act 3 kind of thing, because at some point, they have to have Venom. Like, I think they're going to have to have the point where Peter becomes, you know, all angry, grumpy Peter, Peter and Miles is going to be the one who stops him. And then the symbiote suit is going to go off attached to whoever. And then they both have to take on Venom at the end. Mm. Like, it's going to be a, a Venom ending, I would imagine. In other words, what's the point of having Venom in the game? Mm. Like, unless they make Peter Venom, which I don't think that can even happen because they already have shots of both Spider-Man fighting Venom, so... Do we have a scene of this of this Peter dancing outside of a club? We better. Uh, one of those hidden outfits better be uh, the Peter suit? with some emo hair. <laughs> the emo just... suit. We, how come we don't have a pizza delivery Spider-Man suit? There has to be a pizza boy suit. I do, I do miss that from the Spider-Man 2 games. You had like pizza delivery mini games and nonsense Was like there? that. I never played that one, so I didn't know there were delivery. It it. It was a lot quirkier, like for better or for worse, but that's a conversation for another day. Yeah. All right, Phoenix, your your time is here. You get to finally talk about oh, your game. I almost don't know if I want to. Try not to. <laughs> we don't need to spend too much seeing this. How much? How long have you played? So I have played, I think, ten hours. About ten hours. Um, and I think this is where I'm having a bit of a hard time gauging my experience with it because I used to very much be in the camp, and I think I've said this before. Um, if a game takes more than 10 hours to get good, it's not a good game. I feel like I first came uh, to that realization when I was like Final Fantasy 13. Like, I played that game for like 12, 13 hours and felt like I was beating my head against a wall. And everybody was telling me, just get to hour 14 or wherever and it opens up. And I'm like, that's not a good game. Just if get I good. Fight through all that. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of feeling that with this game, uh, the first 10 hours have not been bad. It's been very slow for me for better for worse and some people like a slow burn at the beginning i'm not so sure how i'm feeling about it i do feel like though this is one of those games that if i do stick it out like bethesda games always get their hooks in me at some point so i think once the systems finally evolved just a little bit and i get a little more engaged with things i think my overall feeling towards it will change so i guess what i'm going back on here is 
a game can sometimes take longer than 10 to 12 hours to quote unquote get good. But I can certainly understand how for many, these first 10 hours are going to turn you off real quick. Mm. Um, I think part of it, um, I'm, I've been trying to think of the best way to even phrase this because I think a lot of people were coming into this game were thinking that, oh, this is just going to be Skyrim in space. That's what right? I was going to ask Fallout you whenever you pause. I was going to be like, and, so is it Skyrim or Fallout in space or does it feel like okay. its own thing? Oh, okay. Let me let me um, explain kind of where I'm at with this because <laughs> I'll tell you a lot of, it's just hard to, to gauge here. So a lot of people are looking at that from a negative context, Skyrim in space. Um, I honestly was looking at that in a positive light. That's one of the My best games ever. <laughs> Like, yeah. My expectations for this game weren't way up here. We had talked about this prior. Like, I know Bethesda and Microsoft were touting this as the most important RPG ever made, which I think was a terrible way to market it. Um, and a lot of people were also hyping it up to like these extreme levels. I never got to that point. I think I had relatively realistic expectations that this is Bethesda. I played plenty of Bethesda games. It's going to be a Bethesda game probably through and through for better or for worse. And I was like, you know, if I got Skyrim in space, if that was the bare minimum bar I was trying to meet, I'm more than happy with that. It doesn't feel like Skyrim or Fallout in space yet. Um, I think part of that, though, is not that the systems and the gameplay isn't similar to those uh, other games. It's the personality that this game has right now. So this game went for a very kind of realistic take on sci-fi, right? It's very much like, if we were able to, in the next 200 years, make it to space with our current technology and our understanding of space and whatnot, it's not fantastical, right? You think about Skyrim, it's fantasy. Um, and that, I think, is very easy to get drawn into initially. There's a spectacle to it. You got powers. Um, and also, because Skyrim, you know, you had the entire Elder Scrolls IP to build upon. So you already kind of understood what that game was going to be. Same thing with Fallout. Like, it's not fantasy, but... It had that weird kind of quirkiness, personality to it. It wasn't grounded fully on realism, right? Well, so that is interesting. I think those are really easy to get drawn into. I was gonna say that is interesting you're saying because I am I prefer Elder Scrolls over Fallout. So, so I so I would kind of, I was yeah. I would and I mean, however you look Skyrim at it, in space, yeah. I don't. It probably leans, if anything, more Fallout. But I'm mm -hmm. hesitant to even say that because Fallout has a very like dystopian feel to it it's very kind of dark humory like this game doesn't come at you really strong with those quirky personality traits um it is very realistic and almost i'm i'm probably uh doing this game justice by saying this but it feels a little bland in some cases hmm. here's the thing space can be <laughs> space can be done a few ways like you have the fantastical space games like mass effect right where it's like you got a little bit of space magic going on, but you also have like these crazy alien political systems to kind of engage with. Or you have like Destiny where you're straight up a space wizard, right? So you have these really high level fantasy elements in space to kind of jazz it up a little bit. When you think about space in just a very realistic context, it's boring. It can be kind of boring. Yeah. Um, and that's what certain systems feel like right now. Space is empty in this game. Um, and there's also not a whole lot of space traversal. Like you can technically, I think, fly through space. You will not want to fly through space. It's basically there's a map no, you're going to jump around no between. Space wizards that are looking to take over the galactic empire. Not that I've come across. I, to my understanding, there are a few fantasy-like elements that happen. I have. I've been trying to avoid spoilers, so I don't know any specifics. But I think you get a little bit of that. 
but it's nowhere in the early game. I'm curious if it's even in the mid game. So it's very much just straight up. You have a standard spaceship. You're blasting mm. off into space with your jetpack kind of stuff. Like, I don't know. So you don't have the fantasy element. So if that turns you off, or you're looking for that. You're going to be missing that, is that a little, element that is a little, a little bit. bit of a stinger, I think. Um, <sighs> I'm trying not to come out this real negative because I don't think this is a bad game. I don't think it's going to be a bad game, but it's a slow burn. The space aspect of it, Whoa, if anything, has kind of weighed like... it down for me. Did you see that? That place looked like the Citadel just mm. now. Yeah. yeah. One of the first cities you get to looks like the Citadel huh. uh, stylistically, but not as good. I like the Citadel better. Um, I think it was more interesting the way it was set up. I think that's my thing. I've played a lot of good space RPGs, and this game isn't hitting some of those same checkboxes just yet. Not saying it has to. I mean, this game definitely has more in the way of like faction systems and things of that nature. And I'm just finally starting to get into some of that. It takes forever to get into anything. Like I've I've only done like one main story mission, and I've just kind of started one faction side quest. And once again, that's taking me ten hours. It's a slow burn. Well, um, I I I did uh, the one. You're not thing... selling me on this game at all, buddy. I, there's, there's one thing I didn't want to bring up because I don't I don't think it's a spoiler, but I did read there is a specific way that most people are saying you should approach the the story. You're talking about play through the main story first, yes. and then do everything. Else that's after. what I've read I've, that people are saying you should. I'm not do. sure if I like. Now that's not I, the I most fun way, that. but people are saying because you get most of your XP through the main quest lines, so people are saying by doing that you're more leveled up for side quests and stuff so it makes those more fun now again i haven't played it so i've heard both arguments here i heard a lot of people say that at first and now i hear people saying they do that you shouldn't do that and here's the thing you should play this game however you want to play it this is the kind I'm of game really we're feeling like that going off the beaten path that's like the point of bethesda games in my opinion so yeah i don't want to rush the main i think the whole point is the new game plus in this in this particular game isn't like iterative like you just play the same game again it's additive so something changes next time so the argument i heard is that if you rush through it right mm -hmm. now and then you get to the new game plus since you didn't play a lot of the original content, you're not going to really see what got changed. Mm. So it's not going to have that impact. Now, I've also heard that that only applies to main story missions versus side missions. Like, I don't know. Point is, play this game however you want. I don't really want to rush through main story stuff just yet. I do want to dig into the factions, some of the side quests. I don't think I'm going to 100% it or anything first time. Um, I don't know. I am wanting to really like this game and I can, I am wanting to get back into it. I'm feeling certain systems start to hook me in, but it's a little slow. The menu system, man, is rough. Like you working are, the through. UI? Yeah. I, Cause they went with this very like super minimal um, aesthetic. Like all the text it's is just white. super like thin font uh, text. It's for me, it's hard to read, especially when I'm trying to like, pick up items in the world. Like everything just looks the same. It's hard to read what you're playing on item a projector is, too. <laughs> well, what I mean, I mean about nice that is like everything is so realistic that the important stuff doesn't stand out. It kind of just blends into the background a little bit. When you hover over something, it just brings up a little inventory list. You know how like Fallout does, and it's just all white text. Not a whole lot's popping out. And there's a few color uh, changes based upon rarity of gear in there, but. I don't know. I just haven't really dug into that system dish yet. One thing I am disappointed with, and I don't think this is going to change. I think I mentioned this in some of our pre-conversations. So this game does have alien life in terms of like flora and fauna. No intelligence. Where are the, yeah, where are the straight up aliens? Like, I really, 
don't like that they went this path. Like, I feel there's two paths you could go here. You could be super realistic and be like, okay, there are no aliens, if that's the perspective you take. Because, you know, that's a stance that, you know, people believe in there are there's no alien life, and that's fine. But once you go down the path of there is some form of alien life, you need to go all in on that because it doesn't make sense to just have alien animals, like, and not alien, like, I'm not saying humanoid, but, you know, higher level intelligent life. Like, that would have break. Um, breathe so much more life into this game if there were like other alien races to interact with like a Mass Effect style thing. Everything has been human so far. All the aliens have just been you monsters. You can't and... make love to any alien species <laughs> yeah. out there. Not that that was on my checklist, but I don't know. I find that really just disappointing, kind of an odd stance. Like, okay, you want to be realistic, but you've already set up this world where you've got alien life lean into that mm -hmm. um i'm not sure if that was they didn't want to but they have other like they're, they're big on having other races right i mean you look at fallout um you look at elder scrolls like they're full of other races like mutants and you know it's um, gonna be a, and all this kind of... it's gonna be a long time before you see the next elder scrolls game so i bet you oh, yeah. maybe they'll save some sort of um first contact for like dlc or something like that would be a great maybe. dlc first contact with some uh you know that's always super typical of a space game. It's like oh, the first, the first time we've met. The, I would hope so. The Gorg, Gorg, Gorgons, Gorg, Gorbulites. I don't know. <laughs> the Gorbulites. I said maybe somewhere else in this game that happens. Like I said, I'm ten hours in. To my understanding, there's a lot of game here. Like most people don't get anywhere near the end between sixty and eighty hours just to get to the end of the main stuff, unless you're rushing through it. Which I'm okay spending time in this game. I'm hoping it really picks up. There's some tedious stuff here, so I'm not trying to turn you off to it. Just be expectant. It may not grab you in the first 10 hours immediately. It might be one of those things that's going to take 15, 20 hours for the systems to hook themselves in. One question, um, one yeah. other thing I have is when I, I love when I play RPGs. One of my favorite things is listening to good music. Does it have good music or is it very quiet I'm trying to think. It has not stood out. Like, it's, it has their overture kind of stuff. Like, the Starfield, you know, orchestrated theme is there sometimes. I don't feel like there's a lot beyond Because, like, when walking around the Citadel, I, I have a blast with the music. When walking around the Wasteland, you have a blast with all the retro music. Elder Scrolls has its, like, yet. violin and old school music. That's not good. That's not good. So it's boring and yeah. there's no music? Empty. Flora, fauna, lame. Oh boy. No alien. I'm trying really hard not to come across super okay. negative here because I that's not quite my stance on it yet. I'm kind of just neutral. Like I am still optimistic that it's going to get to that point where things kind of click over and I'm getting kind of those old school Bethesda vibes where, you know, it's got you in, you're digging to the systems, the faction stuff is good. I am starting to get into this pirate faction quest that has got some cool stuff happening, but... I don't know. The um, companions right now aren't crazy interesting. Um, I'll tell you, I've been mentally comparing this game a lot to Outer Worlds lately because, you know, mm. that was the Obsidian kind of similar. I, I enjoyed game. Outer Worlds. Like, I know the big critique with Outer Worlds is the scope of it, which is super narrow, right? It wasn't this expansive thing, a lot of lost potential, blah, 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 blah. But when I look at it as in comparison to something like Starfield, I kind of liked Outer Worlds better. It had more, it maybe you could look at these as gimmicky things, but 
it had some pizzazz to pull you in, right? The worlds were a little more interesting to look at. Um, the storyline was a little more quirky. Your companions were a little more over the top. And maybe that's not what people want here. They very much are going for realism. But realism can get boring. A lot of these planets you go to, there is nothing there. Like, literally nothing. It's you go and you scan some resources, shoot some animals, and get off the planet. Um, the handcrafted stuff is pretty good. Like, the actual quests that you go and you do are fine, but the procedural stuff, there's not much there, man. Um, I'm early. I could be very wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't know yet. No they haven't learned anything from no, the early No Man's Sky stuff yet? <laughs> well, like, to be fair, No Man's Sky didn't have a lot of handcrafted co uh, content, and this does. Yeah. Um, and there is more story narrative-driven stuff here, and everybody that I've seen any comment from has said the main story, when you get into it, is really kind of spectacular, especially towards the end. There's some really cool stuff that happens. So I just got to see it through, but I can certainly understand that if you are feeling bored in this game, 10, 15 hours in, I wouldn't feel bad about it. I mean, yeah, you might be missing out on some great ending, but I still kind of come back to that thing. Like if a game doesn't hook you in 10 to 15 hours, it's kind of the game's fault. I mean, people want different things out of a game. Some people are okay with a nice slow burn, but this game is not going to be for everybody. You got to fight um, through a little bit of tedious to get there. The only other thing I'm, I'm curious about is, is the whole, um, uh, is the whole um, is the whole idea of you're not it's not seamless landing on a planet? Does that tend to take you out a little bit, or is that yes. just yeah? Yeah, I I tell you, and this is gonna probably be the most um uh danging uh comment I could make, but space feels like I wish it wasn't even a part of this game because mm -hmm. every time I do something space oriented, taking off from a planet or whatever, I feel like it just slows me down. Like, I don't get to get in my ship and just take off on the planet. I don't have that seamless transition. It's you get into your spaceship, you say take off, loading scene. You can't skip these cutscenes either of your ship getting off, blasting the space. So then you're sitting in space. You can't do anything in space. Like, you, so you can fly around. There's no point to flying around, really. Like, you can't go fly and land on a planet. You can look at the planet through your scanner, like it's in your viewport, and you can just click it and fast travel to it. You could fly over to it, but you still at some point have to click on the planet to land on it. So flying to it does no benefit. You have space combat, which is fine. I'm not in love with it yet. Maybe it's because my ship sucks. I don't know. Um, but when getting around in space, it's a series of you go to your star map, find a planet, teleport there, next planet, teleport. It's just teleporting through maps. Mm. So being in space slows me down more than anything else. I'd rather just be like, go from planet, say, I want to end up on this other planet, completely bypass space and just be on the other planet. That's kind of how Outer Worlds was to a certain point. Like you could go to your ship and your ship was like a hub and you could do a few things in the hub, talk with your crew, stuff like that, and then pick, okay, go land on a planet. It felt a lot quicker doing that. Um, I don't know. I know I'm coming across super negative with that. And I'm hoping that the space aspect gets some more oomph after a while. But for me, it's space is empty in this, which is very realistic. Kudos to Bethesda for sticking to realism, but a little boring sorry <laughs> no well i officially play the game tomorrow night so we'll see we'll see and maybe you'll have a different experience i hope you will i do think this is one of those games too you get out of what you put into it as far as how you build your character where you go in the game maybe i spent too much time doing some side quests and i should have did some more main quests maybe i've just approached this game in a way that maybe isn't the most i don't know exciting path i could have taken but 
I don't know. I'm very curious to see what your take is going to be. Interesting. Oh, the other thing I will say, you're going to play on a PC, right? Mm, probably. Yeah, uh, the 30 frames is killing it for me on Xbox. Really? Okay. Um, I mean, it's, it's free on it doesn't PC run Game bad. Pass, right? It's on PC I Game think so. Pass. I think if you have Game Pass, yeah, okay. it's, it's included on that. Cool. The 30 frames, especially for, I think that would help. If this game at least looked and felt really cool to move around in space, I think that would help a lot. Because I've read... But it feels extra clunky in 30 frames. I've read people say the 30 frames isn't a big deal. I don't know. I... For me, it does. Maybe because I'm also, maybe it, maybe it depends on your screen, your TV, your resolution. Like maybe if you're watching it in 4K, I'm on a big projector on 1080. So maybe I'm noticing like the lack of fidelity there. So like the smoothness usually helps. Like, usually I don't mind being on 1080 uh, projector because it's 60 frames. It's fluid enough that the little nuanced fidelity issues like resolution doesn't really bother me too much. I could play it on my 4K and maybe I will. Maybe that will change my experience if I go play in the living room, but i don't know i'm wishing it was 60 frames so mm. yeah, if you got on pc and you can have a machine that can run it go for it i also don't know why it isn't 60 frames i'm kind of ranting now but i feel like the the xbox x should be powerful this game in the scope that i've seen it in thus far does not scream like it's a game that shouldn't be able to run in 60 frames considering that i have played more recent games of larger scale that have been so I don't know. I don't know their engine. I know game dev hard, et cetera, et cetera. But they need a, a performance mode or something. Give me 60 frames. Hmm. Interesting. Well, at least that means by next episode, I'll be able to counteract any points you might, may, may have. or Maybe I'll hate yeah, it. I, I hope I'm wrong. Anywho. All right. So we're finally, I think that's it. All the games. All the games. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> um yeah that was a big what you played section yeah so what do you guys do you guys want to tackle highlights from the horde next yeah let's knock that out real quick okay all right so if you guys don't know our highlights from the horde, horde section this is just kind of us going through our collections picking out an item and just kind of talking about what it means to us why we like it why we love it um uh, i figured this week we could make it a bethesda themed highlights from the horde seeing as how you know we got a new starfield game uh, you, you won't get another one of these until 2032 when Elder Scrolls 6 comes out. So enjoy it. Enjoy it while it's here. So who wants to go first? A Bethesda-oriented item from their collection. I just talked, so you guys go for it. Okay. How about Gamer go first? Because we kind of, we, we know his item already. Sure, why not? It's, it's the only item I have. So. <laughs> it's the only one. He was. He had to check it's with not, us to make sure we didn't have like it. it or anything. It's just the only thing I got. Like, I don't go buying a whole bunch of stuff like that. So yeah, I got a little Pip Boy thing from Fallout Four. I don't have that glass and, cover or the plastic. It's not glass. It's just plastic. Ah, uh, I need that. Yeah, it's a plastic cover. The plastic cover. Mm. So, yeah, it's the Pip Boy. It's it's really neat. I remember me and Phoenix got it on the same day. It was pretty mm -hmm. awesome, and we were both on, uh, you know at our job playing with it and it's kind of corny it was cool that's the, what it is it's basically you know? a fallout shelter device <laughs> oh yeah right yeah so it's kind of neat well it was cool um because you can plug your well you could put your phone in there and basically would serve as a companion in the game right like you could sync it up to your in-game pit boy yeah. and yeah it was kind of it was kind of corny I'll tell you, it's the only reason I still have my it's like iPhone 5 or something. Like, it's the last iPhone that fit inside of it, so I've held on to it just in case I ever want to use my Pip-Boy. 
Yeah, I forgot how to open this thing up. Oh, there it is. Yay. Yay. So, yeah, it's been a while since I opened it up. But it came with a steel case, as you already know. Ooh, I love steel books. Yeah, you do. It came with a cool steel book and then Vault Dweller's Guide, which is pretty neat. And uh, I, I believe a little art book, too. Oh, in, mm. Instruction manual for the Pit Boy, which is interesting. And then the device itself, I think it fit like a like a Samsung or something. Pretty yeah, it had neat. a couple of like older models that would fit in it. I thought pretty this neat. was a really cool collector's edition. I, mean, I know it's like oh, cheap it looking plastic, um, but I feel like it was only it wasn't super expensive, was it? I don't feel no. like at the time it was crazy oh, it for what you got. Yeah. Um, and I've seen a lot of people like take that and um, jazz it up a little bit for like cosplay, like add a little weathering effects and stuff mm. to it. And it looks pretty oh, legit. Yeah. Um, I think that was one of the main reasons I got us. We were doing a lot of cosplay at the time. Like, if I ever want to cosplay as a vault dweller, that's the easiest way to get started. Get that thing, clean it up, or not clean it up, but, you know, dirty it up a little bit, and there you go. Yeah, it's really neat. I think it's really cool. I like how all the knobs move and stuff, and it's kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of kind of cheesy. So, neat. I didn't realize that the, oh, there's not a light that turns on on top. Oh, I thought it did. I think that came out when I was, kinda neat. When I was working... Crappy job, crappy part-time jobs. I probably couldn't afford to get one. I ended up getting one off of Didn't... Phoenix, I think, for cheap. Yeah, I found a pawn shop, um, like thirty bucks or something. Yeah, I think I. I oh, probably, nice. That's probably what I paid for you for. Probably twenty or something. Yeah. Um. What's funny is I remember this. I remember this. Uh, this thing was like. People were pissed off. People were really pissed off getting this item. I think they were like they were really? like. I remember it being like. Difficult to find or whatever. I hate to say it. I, I it was hard to get. Yeah. I think yeah. that the Starfield one, I'd be more mad at getting. Like at least that's like a fun little device. Like the, you're getting a watch with the new one. I'm like, I would never want to work. It's a watch. What... Apparently in Starfield you get like a watch that does a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And like it's, it's just like, it's just like if I'm getting a watch, I would love to wear it, and I would never wear a collectible like Is that it... around. Is it like a smart watch? It's like a full. Or function. is it just like it's a normal watch? I think. I don't know. I don't want to. Cool. Be... Like like smart smart watch. Watch. Yeah, if it was like an Android smartwatch or something, oh, that'd be, be kind of cool. I don't remember for sure. That. I'm not a big watch guy, so I don't know. Uh, but... Me neither. If it doesn't have a leather strap, I can't. I also got my my, my Fallout, you know, watch. Ooh. Ooh. Look at you. Yeah. Okay. All right, so let's. So let's move over to me. So I'm going to show. Now this isn't, I don't think it's that crazy, but it's something I've always loved the look of it. Phoenix probably knows what what I'm going to show. But I got my Oblivion, Mm -hmm. my collector's edition. I always loved the case because for some reason all the stuff inside reminds me of Lord of the Rings. I don't know. I always like it because you can kind of see. That game is so awesome. It is. I love Oblivion. Yeah. It just like the box to me just screams Lord of the Rings. So I've always kind of loved it. And I don't know. I think I got yeah. it at a pawn shop. I think it was a Salvation Army for like five bucks or something. But yeah, it came no, with a bunch of sacks. I have I have that edition, but I don't have the outside cover. Oh really? Yeah. So nice. Um it's cool though. Came comes with a whole map of Cyrodiil and all that stuff. Ooh. Uh, you can see the entire As he shreds it. <laughs> Crunch. Well, I'm Red. trying to be super careful. Let's see if I can scare him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, came with that. You, Cass, just cover your face. 
And yeah, it came really. with like this really cool dude. This is like it literally is like a Lord of the Rings book. It's got like Oh, like, that's so cool. Is like, that like the lore? Yeah, it's like all the lore. It's mm -hmm. They have like artwork. Yeah, it's, it's like it's one of the books you could actually find in the game or something, like a collection of the books. Like, it's cool. And like, that is it's awesome. like a full-fledged like book. It's cool. It's like a like carrying Lord of the Rings around. I don't know. But yeah, that's it. That's a great game. I haven't played that game in forever. The only thing I remember from it is the... Uh, um, what was it? Uh, there was this... I remember this... One of my favorite side quests was you get... You come across this guy that's painting... And he goes missing yes. or something, and you find yes, him inside. So good. You find him inside the There's painting. The paint world. Yeah, and the paint monsters attack you and stuff. I know this is our main topic, but spoiler alert: Oblivion, my favorite Elder Scrolls. It's so good. It's I don't know. I love Skyrim, but they're both like, they're both yeah, top well, tier. We'll argue that in a few minutes. Yeah. What else do I remember? I remember stop in the name of the of whatever. Whenever the guards would guardsmen would stop you. All right, so let me put all this away. I'll switch over to Phoenix. Let him, while I put all this away. Ew, gross. <laughs> um, so I got this actually relatively recently. Um, by recently, probably in the past year or so. But um, I remember when this game came out. I wasn't real big on it. It was the first, my first entry into the series. I don't know how much I was going to enjoy it, so I didn't get the collector's edition. Dishonored? And I hated myself for oh, it. No. Oh, I do have that. I should have showed that. I have the whole, like, uh, was it Corvo mask? Mm -hmm. but, uh, I it's actually... Cool. I, thought oh... the, I thought that's what you were going to show was Dishonored or something. I might show that one, too, but... No, I'll say that for later. But um, I was really sad I didn't get this, and I couldn't find it for a really long time. Uh, and then some guy on Facebook Marketplace or OfferUp had it for, like, $30. It's the Fallout 3 lunchbox. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. Cool. I don't know. I just always loved yeah. the lunchbox. It's, it's good, solid metal. Uh, what's in here? I don't remember. I uh, got a bobblehead. And it's got the game, of course. What else is in it's here? It's a mess trying to put all this back. <laughs> I know. I'll say these collector's editions are opening up like a thousand things. Uh, what's this? Hollow tape. Oh, I forgot I had this. So it's got like a making of the game hollow tape. So it's a DVD. Hmm, that's neat. And then you got your standard art book in here. So it's all the lovely green wasteland sketches and monsters and man, some good stuff in here. I'll tell you, I love Fallout 3. It's still my favorite one. It was my okay. first entry into the series, which I know for some is blasphemous they um say a true fallout you know no. fallout one or two but i think fallout 3 um, is the best one in my opinion i can certainly understand the argument for those who prefer you know new vegas, vegas or yeah. something but there's something about three just the way it starts out the tone of everything yeah i'm sure some of the system is a little more neutered than vegas but i'm a sucker for atmosphere mm -hmm. even sometimes that will like trump certain game systems as long as like the atmosphere is good the environmental storytelling that can go a long way and it three helps. was just like chock full of it it helps that that game starts you off with megaton and that whole branching quest or not even branching that whole quest line it just like it sets the mood for like how that game was gonna go because you're like oh did i just kill all of these people <laughs> or... i tell you bethesda has typically always been really good about having a really good strong opener right oblivion you're getting out of the uh, jail cell mm -hmm. uh skyrim the dragon attack at the beginning i think that's what's made me so sad about starfield you do not get that big dramatic opening hmm. like i won't spoil anything but 
it was a bit of a bummer for me really? not to like, you didn't have that moment of coming out of the vault for the first time. It's just, I don't know, a little lackluster, but well, it's I'll even leave, like I'll dishonored dishonored. I remember the first one starts off with, doesn't your, your King get murdered or your, your boss gets murdered right at the yeah, beginning. Uh, the queen or something. Yeah. And you're like having to help her daughter. I mean, I can remember it's been a while since I played dishonor, but like even a game yeah. like that starts out and even pray, pray starts out with that whole, isn't that, don't you like fly over the city, the fake city or something? Oh, Prey is one of the best open. I have a new Prey, yeah. one of the best openings of like any modern game. You're like flying like over years. a fake city or something and you're like, you see like the credits. Yeah. yeah. And to be fair, I mean, some of these are, you know, like arcane. They're not all Bethesda game studios. So that's something to keep in mind about some of these other games we're talking about. They are not BGS, they're Arcane or whatever. So different teams doing different things. It's all you what Zenimax publishing, mm -hmm. so it's all Bethesda IP kind of stuff. But anyways, I digress. We can go ahead and move on. Yep. I like my lunchbox. Okay, so we're moving on now to speedrun news. Let me get this going. Um, forgive me for, I, I hate to say it, I, I, I didn't read, I, I know the topics, but I didn't, I didn't really get to like blast through, terrible, go through. Terrible them. host. So real quick, one thing, we let me go ahead and hit the start button. Here we go. I got to watch a portion of this. Did you guys, we'll start with topic number one. Did you guys get to watch the Super Mario Bros. Wonder event? Uh, yes. It looks good. I looks really good. Yeah, I'm digging this. Um, I don't know how big you are on it, Chaz, but um, it, I think it looks, looks fun. like a it looks fun. Um, it's starting to move a little bit away from the new Super Mario Bros. style, which I'm happy about. Um, I was tired of that. So the art style I'm digging, it kind of feels like a real modernization of like Super Mario World. And I love Super Mario World. Um, like the item thing, like having the secondary item. Yeah, that we can switch off. items. Ooh. I like the double. Just the art style is nice. Going on. Like mm -hmm. that weirdest, like you grab this, the, that wonder flower and everything just starts moving. One thing I, trippy. It's one, like, oh, that's close. One, one thing I didn't tell Gamer about, but a, a Mario game. I'm normally not a huge Mario. Like I like Mario games, but they're not my favorite. I actually recently got to play, uh, what was it? Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. That like box thing. Mm -hmm. 3D yeah. World is like so freaking good. I oh, loved yeah. that game, like, yeah. which is crazy because I normally don't like love, love Mario games. No, they're like, to me, they're like dumb fun, but I don't know. I don't know, man. Some I, of those I levels, always like man, a good they Mario. Get, they, when they when they make those levels, some of them, they, man, they're just they're just priceless. Yeah. I don't know what the hell. But yeah, I thought this presentation really like the... did a great job. We're good multiplayer stuff towards the end. I know I'm jumping way ahead, but um, when they show how you can interact with like the ghosts of other players and then you don't just mm -hmm. see the other ghosts, like you can help them out and like, I think share items and you earn little points. Like that's a fun little system to, I think, keep you going a little bit longer in these games and let you interact with people in an online way that typically Mario games just straight up have never had before. So similar to like, assuming um, that works well. Similar to like yeah. Yoshi's Island 2. What was it? The babies were, they'd go, wah. Wah, wah, until you pop their bubble or whatever. Yeah. You know, this just has that fun, quirky charm. Like, I mean, jumping on a Yoshi as a giant elephant, like just weird, fun stuff like that. It looks good to me. Uh, my daughter's going to love playing this. Um, I like to. They have a bunch of easy accessibility <laughs> options in there. Like certain players can just be Yoshi if they straight up don't want to die pretty much. So <laughs> yeah. my daughter could be Yoshi. I could have a different experience playing as Mario or something. And just we both have a good time together. I'm so, definitely going to play it. it. The only problem is, is that when it comes out, I'm probably going to have to wait on it because 
Uh, Same day Spider-Man. Spider-Man. And I also want to play Alan Wake 2. I, as much as I dislike mm. the digital only aspect of it, I love the first game. Like, I really do want to play that one. Plus, I got to play a spooky game around spooky to spooky season. Fair enough. Yeah, I'll have to balance this out with um, Spider-Man. But Spider-Man probably I play like, late at night when the fam's gone to sleep. So when my daughter's awake, we'll play Mario. When she goes, goes to sleep, Spider-Man. So I'll make it work. At least with Spider-Man, you know, that's probably only going to be 20, 25 hours. You know, it's not going to be something super crazy. Okay, so moving on to topic number two. So um, basically, this has kind of gotten everyone kind of riled up. But basically, including me, I think I'm in the I'm lucky enough that I I think I re-upped just before this happened. But um, basically, Sony is raising the PlayStation Plus prices by uh, almost what is it looks like forty dollars per year almost on a cheapest tier is going for 20 60 to 80 so 20 uh yeah so, so up to, four, so up to yeah. 40 oh wow service essential plan will go up from 60 to 80 the extra plan 100 to 135 premium plan from 120 to 160 120. sheesh the new pricing goes in effect on september 6th so tomorrow so tomorrow for us yeah uh, like I don't know how much you guys have been getting out of it. I have I don't use the service much. Um, I th- actually I think I accidentally renewed because I had my card set to like That's the same thing. Billing, so mine, I got... mine renewed a couple months like a month or two ago, and I'm like, oh, I forgot. Yeah, and that was like I, mean, 100, I'm glad, I guess bucks. I'm glad I did because it's about to go up. So if I was going to renew, now's the time to do it. But I haven't been getting a lot out of the systems. I mean, once again, your mileage is always going to vary, but I felt like for the most part, all these tiers. We're already kind of teetering on being worth it. Like the essential tier I get for most people. Like you want the basic package, you get the free games, you get, you know, a standard library. That's not bad for 60. For 80, uh, that's starting to push it. And then the other tiers that I think offered very slim appeal for a lot of people. Like they'd have very few like um, classic games on there. Very mm-hmm. few. Um, I don't remember what the premium all offered. They were the ones that had a few PS2 games or something like that. But the offerings just don't justify it. $160? It's a lot. No, thank you. Yeah, Especially lot. when you have Game Pass, which I know Game Pass has increased and gone up too, but eh, you get not, more not out, that out of Game Pass. Not, not compared to this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't know what their rationale is here, if they really think this is a necessity, um, well, if they're, they're trying to make up because there aren't enough people in a certain tier and they're trying to you know make up for the loss of people i don't know well their rationale is sony says the price hikes will allow the company to continue bringing high quality games and value added benefits to the service um Mm. yeah so their their rationale is hey this lets us make expensive games yeah um it also doesn't yeah that um i don't know but if you guys saw but apparently the what is it the the two or three free games you get per month or whatever they announced that like the the first game that going up is the new saints row you gotta go but um yeah i mean gamer has a lot of experience with the new saints row so i'm sure give or take i kind of like you know i kind of teetered off from it yeah. i know a lot of people <laughs> are a lot of people are just saying it's kind of kicking the nuts when it's like so you you increase the the price and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, the first free game is also this game that w- kind of was panned. You know, I, I don't know. It's yeah, it's it's kind of trashy to be honest. 
I mean, I get it. I, well, I don't want to. You know, what? I don't even want to say I get it. I like. I'm looking. I'm looking at like the, what the differences are, and mm -hmm. it's really what. So you get cloud streaming. That's that's cool, I guess. But you know, that's really all. Like you just get essential, and you should be fine. Honestly, honestly, unless you're someone who plays a ton of games like some of us, and you're like wanting to be in the wanting to have access to random games that you're never going to play, I don't really see the benefits of, of having one of the higher priced values. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't see the point it's, of it. It's also not like Game Pass where like, at least with Game Pass, you're getting access to first party Xbox games. But Yeah, I've been liking, uh, I've been liking it a lot, actually. Game Pass has been great. Yeah. I just like seeing it and be like, oh, cool, I can play that game? Awesome. Yeah. Like, I like Sea of Stars. Like, I'm like, oh, sweet. I get to play that. It just came out yeah. like a few days ago. I get, to, yeah. I get to play Starfield on PC tomorrow. So it's like. I know, right? Oh, that's true. I get to do that, too. <laughs> yeah. Now you get to play Starfield if you want. You know, it's. it's like, huh. To me, you it's know? it's totally worth it. And uh, I'm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm. I just don't see the benefit. I don't see. I, I, obviously, the only benefit goes to Sony. But um yeah it's it's gotten it's gotten pretty crappy over the years like like I really enjoy like having you know the old school like you know here's a bunch of games you can play you know every month you get three new games oh that's cool that's great I like that L for the last like few years it, it's I have had no interest in anything even I hate to say it even the Nintendo one seems like a better proposition at this point like well they keep putting up they keep putting they up keep retro putting games up. yeah like now like i think they're about to put up gamecube games ooh. I'm like, ooh, i'm like hell yeah mm -hmm. don't mind if i do you know like that's 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 enticing you know granted like you know i pay for like you know the higher thing for nintendo which you know at first i didn't think that was, was going to be worth it and then yeah, it became worth it. Then eventually, I just got the family plan. I said, "Screw this!" Mm -hmm. So I got that for me and my wife. <clears throat> I said, "Hell with it," and it's been worth it. Mm. I like getting all the weird ass games. All right, so real quick, mm. we're gonna move on to our next speed run topic. Um, one thing we didn't get to cover, seeing as how we haven't been on in about a month, but if you guys don't know the classic voice of Mario, Charles Martinet, he has basically stepped down as the you know basically the the uh the future voice of mario um basically i think nintendo said that uh they didn't say what happened they just said martinet would be stepping down and that he would um basically be featured as like a uh a mario and brand ambassador which whatever that means now we won't linger on that this is kind of old news at this point but uh other updates uh, basically during an interview with Mar or, uh, martinet he basically said that um, he doesn't know what a brand ambassador for Nintendo even means. He doesn't know what it is yet. Um, and basically, through this conversation, like it, he has he didn't say anything definitive, but it's sounding more and more like it wasn't exactly a mutual. Uh, it wasn't exactly a mutual thing. Him stepping down. It's 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 seeming almost as though as Nintendo said. Uh, Thanks, Charles, for your hard work. We're gonna move on without you. <laughs> um, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Now, granted, mm -hmm. now, granted, like that isn't definitive, but just 
in my opinion, the idea that he doesn't even know what a brand ambassador is, and he's just like, he's trying to play the high road of him. Just he's just like, okay, yeah, I'll be brand ambassador, whatever that means. Sure, okay. Um, I don't know. What does it sound like to you guys? Do you agree? I don't. It all sounds kind of fishy to me. I don't. Know. Mm. <clears throat> Nintendo will be Nintendo. Like they do what they do, and that's it like if they're just trying to like phase him out because old mm-hmm. uh, the guy's what 80 no 70 something no yeah he's probably probably about that <clears throat> yeah like yeah, i mean this is speculative good. but i mean nintendo's clearly trying to take mario in a bit of a different direction right now with like the movie mm-hmm. and some of the other stuff so this is kind of a time where they could rebrand him a little bit i mean they got so much flack for not using um martinet for the movie if they just nix them all together, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe that's you know a kind of conspiracy cynical, but... theorist. Yeah, I don't think that's really the case. Um, but I mean, this guy's been doing it for what over thirty years now, right. so he is the voice. Like everyone knows him for the voice of Mario. Everyone's gonna know what Mario's voice sounds like. And as far as I've it's not heard... like that gritty old plumber anymore. Mm-hmm. But as far as I've heard, Martin. Old plumber came back. As far as I've heard, Martin is a really really nice guy. So like. It seems like it almost seems as though he was just like he's the stapler guy from the office where they like keep moving him into different areas of the office and he's just like okay but, but he's my, gonna light the my, Nintendo headquarters on fire. He's like okay. <laughs> oh my, no! All right, Martin, we're gonna put you in the basement now. Oh, but 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 my stapler. I don't know. He just he just seems like he's kind of rolling with it. He's just like he's probably thinking like you're saying i'm at i'm older like if they don't want me around i'm not gonna fight anybody over it it's like i'll make yeah. people happy he's still gonna make money going to conventions and he'll be yeah, fine. i don't think we should read too negative into this i mean honestly use this as an opportunity to celebrate the guy's career uh, regardless of why he's stepping down whether it be for personal reasons or if he's just done or if it is nintendo kind of pushing him out like celebrate that he's been mario essentially for 30 some odd years he's leaving a legacy behind and you know We'll see what the future holds. So he's been in Wish so many the best. games. It's awesome. Like it, it'll, it won't change. And if it does, well, we'll see what happens. They should get. Change. They should go through with what people have been saying forever. Danny DeVito as Mario. Just do it. No, just now it's open. Chris Pratt can truly be the voice of Mario in everything. Pratt can do the games. Pratt can do the movie. Pratt can do the audio books. <laughs> Wahoo! It's me, Mario. I, Mario, I'm going to save you, Princess Peach. Oh, well. Mm. All right. Moving on. on. Moving on to topic number four. Uh, this happened because uh, gamer... Did you stop the timer? Yeah, it's, freeze. it freezes every time I move off of the um, move off the, the, thing, <laughs> the window yeah. for some reason. Um, oh, that's confusing. Yeah. Well, basically, um, this next topic happened because Gamer didn't like Saints Row. But uh, it looks like Embracer Group is shutting down Volition Games, which this, I don't want, I, this is really crappy, in my opinion. Volition is a company that's been around for like 15, 20 years and has made like a lot of video games. And they made one bad title, made one bad title. And I think one thing that's coming out about this is a lot of people are kind of, I don't know what, it's it's looking more like Embracer is just like some, I mean, typical, they're money hungry company who's mainly interested in making money and it's like they spent money on this developer and they made something bad so it's like but we're gonna we're gonna get rid of all of them it's just like 
I think the larger issue, I mean, there's that, but AAA games have bloated up to this just unreasonable level, and the expectations of the profits that are going to come from these games have also ballooned. So if a game fails, there's just no wiggle room anymore. Like, Because here's the thing, Volition, uh, not Volition, but Abracer, I'm sure lost quite a bit of money for Saints Row being a subpar game. I mean, is that all Volition's fault? Is that the uh, publisher? I mean, that's a whole different argument, but I'm sure they lost a lot on that game. Mm-hmm. So from a business standpoint, it makes sense to cut your losses and move on. So if you're looking at just pure business, now if they had better structured the game, set better expectations and maybe framed it differently where it wasn't such a big a loss, maybe that could have done things better. Maybe that's something that was on more the publisher side. Maybe they should have gone in and restructured things. Or was it the developer pushing? Like it's, there's so many things here to say, but I think just in general games have gotten quote unquote too big uh, for Mm -hmm. better or for worse. And it's not always for the better, right? Just because a game costs more to make does not mean it is, you know, a quintessential better game because of it. So I don't know. I don't think this is going to be a wake-up call for any publisher or anything. By any means, I'm sure they're going to keep kind of going with the same, you know, general MO of more money, bigger games, and just keep that machine going until they go bust, essentially. But that busting day could come sooner rather than later. It's just like, I, I, I agree with that sentiment. I think that's why, you know, unfortunately, that's the outlook that the Bracer Group has when it comes to Volition. I know we're over time, but um, it's just like, dude, this is like a critically acclaimed you know big developer they've made like a ton of games and they made one bad game it's like (sighs) but how much now i didn't look at the um numbers so i don't know exactly how much Mm. they lost but if they lost enough yeah you you don't always get second chances when the stakes are that high i mean imagine if you were and this is once again really hard to frame but if you were the company who just put out 100 million dollars and you just lost 50 of it Mm. how are you gonna feel or more. It's not my money. Yeah, and I'm, I'm just throwing numbers out. I mean, I'm sure that's nowhere near the mark. I mean, yeah. it could be far more, far less. But I don't know. It is a business. Games are a business. And we've seen that. I think it's become more and more apparent if you kind of see, you know, the more behind the scenes stuff with like the Sony versus Microsoft on the acquisition nonsense and closures like this. Like, it's just what the state of the industry is like. And I think we. We have moved past sometimes of a game just being a simple, well-funded game without being this have-to-be-major AAA spectacle. There used to be a space for those AA games to kind of live and thrive, like those man-eater kind of games. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not even AA, I mean, it's single-A, I don't know. But point being, as a game, should just be that. The original Saints Row was not this massive no. game that I recall. I mean, it was a GTA clone, I'm sure, with a much smaller budget. Saints Row it was 2 was where it took the off, game was, too, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, there were different expectations. They, I think, understood what the game needed to be. And this, I don't know, it felt like Saints Row had to be this bigger thing than I think whatever it ever was supposed to be. So I don't know. Okay. I won't go too far the down. People that that made, a the, weird spot the industry is the at. The people that made Two Human were given more chances to make games after that. So times are different. Times are different. I'm thinking. Yeah, but Silicon Knights, didn't they go bankrupt after two humans? They, they tried to sue Unreal and they mm, lost? No, Kingdoms of Amalur. Wasn't that their last game? Wasn't that the same company? That wasn't Silicon Knights. Was it not? No, Silicon Knights. Oh, it's I, funny okay, I bring that up because this is something you've said <laughs> that like you want to do a video on at some point. 
There's that whole well, it's saga. an interesting thing. Um, I thought Silicon Knights made Kingdoms of Am No, they're out of business, but I thought Kingdoms of Amalur was... Oh, for bankruptcy in 2014. Uh, did they? I, just... I thought it was the same company. And maybe you're right. That doesn't sound familiar to me. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't remember. Maybe? No, maybe you are right. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Kingdom of Armour developer, 38 Studios. Maybe it's a different... I don't know. Overuses Unreal. I mean, they're popping up in the same articles. Like, uh, I'm going to go down this. Yeah, we I just remember Silicon Knights was a whole, I was just whole debacle. With... Anytime right. I get... Any chance I get to rag on Too Human, I'm going to... I'm going to throw it in there. All right. So didn't get to touch on our last topic. It was essentially talking about specifics on the PlayStation portal. Anybody care about PlayStation portal? No, not really. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's such a weird device. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know who it's going to be for. Like who's going to, I don't know. I mean, I guess if you have any remote connection, you can access it, but it's not like why it, well, it's Wi-Fi. It's not cellular. So it's isn't something you're going to be able to use like on the go, like mobile very well. So where are you going to use this at? At home? I think that's the big thing. You use it in a room besides where your PS5 is at if your TV's being used. But how you know often is that? You're going to use it at work? Yeah, like I guess if you were just out away on vacation somewhere in your hotel room. But you, you got to have a PS5. At home. On. Mm -hmm. Connected to the internet. Yeah. yeah, so you still need the PS5. I guess what I'm getting at is just like the, there's such a very specific circumstance where i think this is going to be beneficial beyond just using it in your own home like anywhere external of your house seems really situational you're traveling somewhere okay maybe but is that going to really be a better experience streaming your ps5 from across the country to play spider-man 2 or get a steam deck and play it natively like or switch even depending what you're wanting to do it just very particular i'm sure there's a person out there who's super into this and is all for it I don't know. I'm not sold on it. All right. So real quick, I'm just realizing we skipped over one topic. We didn't. We didn't. We can do touch on it quick, but we didn't touch on our high score Olympics updates. Um, Ooh, basically, um, yeah, kind of just bring it up real quick. We got some scores. Now I updated the list, but yeah, since we went live the last time, Baldur's Gate three and Starfield have uh, basically come out. Um, I can kind of take briefly go through it, but um. It's looking like Star, Starfield for, for me right now is sitting at an 88 PC and an 86 on Series X. And then Metal Gamer Baldur's Gate is sitting at a nice 96 on PC. <clears throat> Don't forget um, Armored Core 2. I didn't realize it came out recently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I updated Armored Core, yeah. 87, 86, 80. So I had... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, that I heard that game was a little bit more Dark Souls-y at this point. Armored Core. So we kept making, we kept making, we kept making fun of it, but I think that that the game actually did go in that direction. Hmm. I bought it, but I haven't played it yet. Mm. But from what I kept reading, it is hard as heck. <laughs> so go ahead. Um, or go ahead, Phoenix. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say. So I I was looking over the list. Um, and it looks like for the most part, gamers' numbers are all in. I was gonna say um, it's right? looking like gamer may be yeah. the winner because well, I have no info maybe. on Hades 2 or Hollow Knight. So just to kind of refresh everybody, I know we don't have any graphics for this one. Um, 
So four out of five of Metal's games are out, and the fifth game has been delayed in 2024, and that pretty much guaranteed. So depending how we do this, if we, um, like, say we all assume that one, each of us is going to have a game that doesn't make it this year. I'm already pretty Should much in the Should we just leave out the Suicide game? Is that Squad. what you're saying? Yeah, uh, Suicide Squad for me is definitely delayed. I was looking into Hades 2, and this might get you in trouble too. Well, it's going to get me in trouble for Kerbal Space Program. Um, Hades 2, it, it says access. it will come out this year in early access, meaning you uh, won't get a score. Ooh. Which is the same boat I'm in for Kerbal Space Program, so I'm still probably out, but... Um, that means we knock one down. Point being, if we do remove a game, Metal's final score right now is sitting at a 90.25, which is pretty good. Pretty good. Um, I think I averaged your, um, uh, what, two? I'm on the low end right your... now. Yeah, I can do quick math on it real quick. Because um, you're at the high, 85 for Hogwarts and 88 for Starfield divided by two so you're like at 86 right now with three games kind of on the horizon spider-man 2 is going to be big for you though mm -hmm. i'd be surprised if that's not in the 90s so <clears throat> you'll be sitting close to that 90 threshold i it still really think you're gonna hades and hollow knight comes out so if we still leave out suicide squad kerbal hollow knight and hades too i still think you're probably gonna you're gonna beat me by a percentage well, i don't think we can leave out we can't leave out both like, because Metal's got four out of five games, so he chose better. We can only remove one oh, game. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, so it really just depends on if we both have two games that don't make it this year or just one game. But I think we're actually all, like, depending on our averages, we're all kind of sitting in the 90-ish range, depending mm -hmm. on which games actually come out. So it's pretty tight. It just depends if all the games end up getting uh, coming out that, this uh, year. I think I'm really, kind of SOL. That Fire Emblem is really weighing you down. Well, the Suicide really Squad, yeah. Yeah, of course, you know, if you pull the Switch uh, or the Tears of the Kingdom into it, it balances out. What's going to hurt me is Kerbal Space Program and Suicide Squad not being more mm -hmm. than likely coming out this year with any scores. So, we'll see. This might won't, this might actually go to metal. He might sneak out a victory. But then that, that, that still comes down. That still comes down to then me and Phoenix's average. So whoever has the lower average... Gamer gets to decide whatever that person gets to play. Which yeah. both of you are still going to say Elden Ring for me, so. I don't oh, know. Yeah, yeah, I, I, don't I know. think you're probably still going to take it. I think the odds of Hollow Knight making it out this year are still decent. And that game won't come out early access, I don't think. So I think you'll get a full release on that. So if you get that, you're pretty much golden. Mm -hmm. And I will be playing Barbie Horse Adventure. I don't know. <laughs> so. I don't know what he what he's going to make you play. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Phasmophobia was kind of fun. No, he doesn't like scary games. Yeah, I know. That's why he's saying it. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it's All okay. Right. We, we can Yay. play it together. This this whole competition was such a good idea. Good mm. job, everybody. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So final Main topic time. Yep. Did we make it? Main topic time. Here we go. So as we've been kind of alluding to, uh, as Starfield comes out tomorrow, and uh, if you notice, this whole uh, episode has been very Bethesda oriented. So we figured it might be fun to do a Bethesda tier list of the of our favorite um, favorite IPs that you know Bethesda has had over the years. So let me move on over. So I got the yeah, old school Doom have... music. Do I, I should turn it off? Right, it's. I don't know if, well, we can leave it if you guys I don't I have a mute on my end as long as it's not too loud. It's not that loud. I think we had discussed doing, like, 
all the games, but I feel like we would be here forever if we did like every Elder no, Scrolls, every Fallout, all of it. So it'll be a little tough, I think, to move some of these in different tiers, but yeah. let's see where we're at. Um, I have not played all of these. I was going to say, there's have. some I have not even played. I haven't even touched um, <clears throat> Deathloop, Ghostwire, like I haven't touched any of those. Phoenix is the only one that's played Deathloop. So if you're the only one who's played it, well, your opinion will, you get to decide where it goes. I guess if none of us have played it, maybe we should just leave it out, right? Yeah, yeah, we won't rank it. Alrighty, so starting off things with Hi-Fi Rush. This is probably, is this the newest title on here? Other than Deathloop, yeah. This game actually came out this year, so earlier this year. It's a new IP from Bethesda. And this game was pretty popular amongst most people. Like, I felt like it was like in the 80s, you know? A lot of people were enjoying it. So, Hi-Fi Rush, Fiend. A gamer, did you play Hi-Fi? I saw lots of, I saw lots of, like, people playing. That's it. Okay. And it looks super fun. Like, it's looks super fun. I had a ton of fun fun with Hi-Fi Rush. So for me personally, Phoenix, I would say a B. What I'm with you? B. Yeah. You're with B? It's definitely looking at the rest of the IP, not like the pinnacle of it. Um, I was a little, I think, more muted on Hi-Fi Rush than you were. I liked um, it a little more surprised than surprised me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I just, I don't know, maybe the musical music aspect of it didn't quite sync with me all the way through, but it was definitely a fun game. And the um, I think the style was probably the biggest thing. It had a lot of personality, a lot of color, so it was a fun few hours to run through. And it just kind of dropped out of nowhere, so the, that was nice. Mm. Yeah, B. Happy with that. Okay. Um, now, moving on to a really interesting one. Is this the oldest title that Bethesda has? Doom? Old school, or Doom? Um, um, or Wolfenstein. No, Wolfenstein here, came out before Doom, Wolfenstein I think. Wolfenstein first. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah... I would say I don't have much experience with old school Doom, um, but I have a lot well, of... Well, this is Doom as an IP. That's what so I'm saying is awful. I I love yeah. Doom 2016. That game's awesome. So that game alone for me would have me put it like A or B, I think somewhere in there. What do you guys... Well, you guys probably have more experience with Doom. A little older. I like me a good Doom. Like, I mean, they're pretty good. They're Did pretty you play good. 2016? I didn't play this one. Oh, it's so good. I love that game. Yeah. Well, dude, just so iconic, especially when you think about what it was at the time. Like, I think the impact of that game is more important than Hi-Fi Rush. So, I mean, oh, yeah. hey. I don't know if this means we need to drop Hi-Fi Rush down at some point, but for right now, I think Doom is higher in terms yeah. of, you know, impact and quality. So, yeah. I'd say A for right now. One, one cool thing I love is if you go back and you listen, what's his name? Is it... Is it John Romero or George Romero? One of them is an act director and one of them is the game. It's George Romero. And John Romero. John Romero. George Romero, I think, is the, the director. The zombie, the zombie movie. Name. The zombie movie yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, one cool thing I always loved about Doom is I ended up finding out later on is that all of the music in Doom is like, is like all kind of ripped off from like classical metal music. So like yeah. metal songs from like the 70s, 80s, and 90s, they're just like kind of spoofed over into like new music which is kind of funny like ozzy osbourne and stuff or black yeah. black sabbath interesting straight up plagiarized so you guys yeah. say s or a i was good with a, a. a. No. all right so phoenix is the only one that's played death loop where do, where would you say death loop goes phoenix this was a newer title right mm -hmm, came out last year yeah title. got really good reviews 
Did you like it more than Hi-Fi? I like... I did. Um, but I is don't it as good know. as Doom? I'm trying to think if I really think objectively... It's not as good as Doom. No, it's definitely lower than Doom. I think it's probably going to sit in between the two for me. Um, so Hi-Fi would put to Deathloop had a... Yeah, I know Deathloop's one of those games that... I mean, it got 10 by IGN. That still baffles me. Like, it was a good game. There was something just awry there during that um that review so fun game a lot of fun systems i did enjoy it more than hi-fi so i i guess i'd drop hi-fi to see for right now if we're looking at it okay. in comparison to the other ones i hate to say hi-fi rush is a c because i don't think it's like a mid game i don't think it's a mid game but... it's it's like a hi-fi is like borderline it's like m mid but like just above that i think but we don't have like one in between b and c so i think i'm fine with c I mean, compared to some of the other games that are on this list, yeah. C is a passing grade. Yeah, we got to have some room to move around. Yeah, I can see how I could drop. Now, this is a series I've never played. Quake? What about oh, you guys? Yeah, I played some of the old Quakes. Yeah, yeah that's old um, school, man. That's old school. Um, I'll tell you, for me, Quake never had as big of an impact. Like, I definitely had a couple of LAN parties where Quake was, you know, a good time, but it wasn't other doing that. Like it, it was, was no, no doom uh, it was always in the shadow of doom for me and it served a slightly different role so i mean i hate to even butt them up like that but yeah. for me personally i was never in love with quake a huge amount so c maybe about I don't, you, someone's gamer? gonna love quake and hate me for it but mm, c or b i mean quake quake is a special game like it is that's a that's a do you guys fight it out, B or C? How do we determine? It's hard to because you know we, this is the full IP too. So like with Deathloop, you got one game to base it on, but yeah. quick, you've got all the history there too. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna call a B on that one because there's there's a lot to Quake besides just Phoenix. Like, good with a B. Quake too. Yeah, yeah, I won't argue it. I'll tell you that's a weird one because that's been somewhat of a dead IP for a little while. They mm -hmm. have not done much yeah. with Quake at all. There's um, been rumors that they're working on. Those... Hmm? No, there's no, rumors that they're working on the new Quake. A new Quake. It's just... Oh, are they? Oh, I don't even know. Mm -hmm. I know that that was one of those games that you can, like, level edit. Mm -hmm. And that was really fun. Like, yeah. You can, you can make it had a really fun community around it, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I'm, I'm okay with B. Okay. So this is a really interesting one because it didn't... The Rage, if you don't know, the original... Or the Rage, I guess both games. I am only played the first one. But the original Rage, it didn't review particularly well. I had positive memories of this game. I remember really enjoying it. It wasn't like uh, amazing, amazing. But for me, it was a fun, I think it was like 15, 20 hour game. I, I really enjoyed it. I remember not being able to get into it. Really? Like I played it for probably two hours. And this was a very different time. So I didn't give it maybe a big enough chance. But it didn't hook me right off the bat i, I don't feel know like something I, about me is the mechanics were a little weird i feel like i, I played it at around the time borderlands was big and they're both like mm -hmm. wastelandy kind of like not super serious kind of um yeah shooters and I've, obviously i like borderlands more but i feel like i was just like i thought it was fun enough like for me i'd say c i think it's a fun time i had fun with it i finished it what do you guys think yeah i mean I from what I remember of the little I played, sure. I mean, Hi-Fi Rush level. So good, not great. Kind of right above that mid-threshold. I'd be safe putting it there. I don't even remember how the newer one reviewed. 
I don't remember anyone who played, played Bridge 2. 2. I know it did not sell well because they were giving that game away at a certain point. So I can't imagine we're going to see a lot from that IP for a little while, for better or for worse. What about you, gamer? Have you played Rage? I have not played Rage. I'm, I'm just hearing about this. I'm like, what? what it feels <laughs> almost like a. It's like a, like Mad Max mixed with Borderlands somewhere. Yeah. In there, it's a little more serious than those. You know, than huh. Borderlands. Sounds like it would be a fun idea for a game. But... It's a fun idea, is it? But, but it's not. I think I think you kind of hit it, Chaz. Like the time it came out, right around Borderlands, and Borderlands just much better took off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like because it had, I think, a multiplayer element to it, the RPG aspect. You had, um, you know, have more comedic aspects, especially when you got the two. I think Rage just kind of got lost in there a little bit. It almost feels and just didn't stand out. It almost feels kind of Fallouty because you're like a. A surviving person from a different era you survive through technology and you awaken and the world is all terrible it's yeah. it's, it's kind of fallout 3-ish but um yeah so see yeah but no rpg element it's just oh no it's shooter. a straight shooter straight shooter so a lot more linear i'm good with the c all right redfall f moving on to evil within <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, right? We can't sure. do anything else beyond that. I feel sad because I feel like... I feel bad for that game, yeah. kind of. Yeah, there might have been a world where there was more there, but in my little bit of time playing with you, Chaz, it definitely did not impress. So, Considering Before that's like a next... That's a current-gen title, it's just like, wow, really? Like, I don't yeah, know. No, it's on the bottom of the barrel, unfortunately. Fuck, mm. fuck. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, Evil Within. This is a horror franchise that, from what I would remember, I remember this game. This series was created by the former guy who made like the first few Resident Evil games. Was it Shinji Mikami? Is that his name? I can't remember. I don't know why I remember his name. Shin I think Shinji Mikami. I'll look it up if you guys want to talk. I know metals are Japanese developer experts, so he would know. Uh, I wouldn't know this one. No, disappointing. Yeah. Uh, I haven't played this because it's a spoopy, spoopy game. And Shinji I, I can't Mikami. Do spoopy, games. spoopy game? Like, spooky mm -hmm. and poopy at the same time? Uh, yeah, it's scary. <laughs> uh, I was right. Shinji Mikami, he made a... He's the, he actually was the guy behind um, Hi-Fi Rush, and then he stepped down. Basically, he retired. Oh, yeah. I think he I retired. Yeah. yeah. I have no frame of reference for these. I haven't played either. I probably never will because I'm a I'm a baby baby man. So I think I, I played it. I, can't do it. I think I started the very first game, and I was not digging it. It, it I no. I don't remember. I would say D, but that's just my opinion. I think I only played maybe an hour or two of the first game. Can't counteract I mean, it. Um, it never intrigued you. Intrigued me. I, I started it, and I think I played it a long time ago. So forgive me. I don't know. I'll, I'll stick with D. I, I think they, they made a sequel. Yeah, there's an Evil Within 2. Yeah. I feel like critically they did okay. I don't think either of them were fantastic for whatever reason. So. Yeah. Alright, so another interesting one. Dishonored. I've only played... I think I played the first one and only started the second one. I really I played the first. I really enjoyed the first one. For me, I would yeah. say B. But that's just because I think I liked it more than Hi-Fi and Rage. I don't think it's as good as Doom, but I would, for me personally, I would say B. I don't think if I liked it better than Deathloop. Um, probably yes. I think Deathloop has, I don't know, there's definitely a little more there as far as like the time loop system that I enjoyed. But I think the 
general like gameplay loop for, like the stealth aspect and whatnot is a little more fun in Dishonored. So it's definitely B. I'm arguing if maybe A. See, I'd be fine with either of those, but see, I, if I putting it at A when for me it's only based on one game. That's fair. I won't argue that. I mean, I think there's definitely there's an argument to be made because I think better than Deathloop. But what else do we have in there? Quake. We still got some good stuff in here. I would say yeah. B, but so I don't know. What do you want? You want A or B? B is perfectly fine. Okay. Because uh, I think that's right. Like on par with like some of the better titles, but not but better than Hi-Fi and Rage. D definitely better than Hi-Fi yeah. and Rage. I think. I am curious if this is one of those if we had played both because I know a lot of people love the second one, especially like the I love the first quote, one DLC whatever it was. Um, I know people really loved that, so I'm curious if like we had the big picture if we put it a little bit higher. Yeah. But yeah, I think B is safe. All right, so I am. I think this is my favorite, probably Bethesda series. We are at the Elder Scrolls. Um, for me, I would have to say S, but that's solely off of loving oblivion and skyrim um I, i'm not familiar with like morrowind or the previous titles uh, what about you guys with elder scrolls do you do you like morrowind <laughs> it's Morrowind's just a little good. it's just a lot more reading what's the best but... way to play that i have the xbox version i'm assuming pc just playing PC. the old school play pc pc man pc all the way i don't know man get some mods boost it up a little get, bit get it. yeah it, it's it's fantastic um Man, I really like Elder Scrolls. Games. I think it's Elder Scrolls. Is, uh, me personally, like, it's S. It's my favorite it, Bethesda series. Even even with all the mess ups, like all the little goofy crap that they messed up with in the games, they're they're just wasn't so Oblivion, wasn't Oblivion the first I, game title to have? Uh, was it Horse Armor? Is that the first like major DLC? It was like one of the first like DLC um, controversies or controversy that came out. or whatever. Yeah. Not scam, but. I'd say S. Like, yeah. that's one of the few up here that I feel like just about every entry is really good. Like, I don't think many people could argue against most of them. I've not played Daggerfall, which was like, what, Elder Scrolls 2? Isn't that the first Elder one? Elder Scrolls 1. Is it 1? Or no, there's like a, well, maybe. There's a battle arena or something, which is like 1 or 2. I always mix those up. I didn't play either of those. Um, but yeah, 3, I played uh, Morrowind. I loved Oblivion. Oblivion's my favorite. Like, I love Skyrim for I think, the same reasons most people do, but there is something about Oblivion. Like, it is very Sky special. Skyrim um, is it's got a different tone. Favorite. Huh? So Skyrim's probably my favorite, but Oblivion I haven't played in a long time. Yeah, Skyrim, I think maybe, maybe it was just the setting or whatnot. It just... The tone was a little more muted for certain things, maybe. I don't know. There was a quirkiness to Oblivion that I really liked. Um... I don't know. I also spent probably the most time in Oblivion. It was like my first big Elder Scrolls that I had played. So huge fan of that. But I mean, they're all great. Like Skyrim mm -hmm. is great. I mean, no matter how you cut it. I mean, I think it Oblivion could be better in my opinion. They've, re but... they've released that game like 20 times. That's how great it yeah. is. I, mean, I think I think it's overhyped. Like they overhyped the heck out of Skyrim. Skyrim. I love Skyrim though, but yeah. they just overhyped it too much. And it doesn't belong in every system. Get out of here. Um, but you know what? Yeah, it's popular, it's accessible, it's a fun game, it's easy to hop into. Like, I think those are all the reasons. Like, it is an easy game to get into, start a new uh, character, and just start having fun. Um, some of the other games, I think, have a longer kind of, 
get up and going kind of like even oblivion i feel like it's a little longer to kind of get up and going the world is a little harder to kind of get acclimated to at first um so yeah i mean they're all great i, I agree s tier just to throw it in just to kind of keep off the elder scrolls talk what a magical time for me when i first got my xbox 360 like amongst my first titles i played was like titles like orange box oblivion the original gears it's just like going back you're just like oh like how many great games all at once mass effects like i don't know incredible time yeah early 360 generation some great stuff i mean you could argue a lot of it else came out on ps3 too but no i i was in the same boat with you okay Massive so time. um i actually played prey never finished it i wasn't as big on it as phoenix but i know phoenix really enjoyed I this love one prey um, and I, like, I didn't get to play yeah. that. Um, and it's more not even just the gameplay. The gameplay I think is fine. I really liked the story. It's kind of Bioshocky, mm -hmm. System Shocky, but like the this the intro is so good. The ending's good. Like I don't know. It's a really fun narrative with some really cool twists and I'd turns. I'd say B. And some, like WTF moments. I want to say a. Um, I didn't play it, but I heard the Moon Crash DLC oh, I heard is it was like really good, yeah. amazing. Like whatever Deathloop did well, that DLC did so much better. Well, you so finished the game, so it. if you say a, I'll go a. I never finished it. I just really liked it. I thought it was good. I would say a. Like for me, and once again, people want different things at different games. I like Prey as good, if not better, than Doom. But mm. that's once again very much personal preference. Very different types of games, but that was a great immersive sim. Now we have to hmm. take into account the original Prey. Does that weigh it? No, I'm kidding. We don't. We don't. We don't. <laughs> was that well, a that Bethesda? Wasn't even a Bethesda? I don't think that game, was Bethesda. I, yeah. I mean, I don't remember. I, I feel like they bought the IP and then they were forced to basically throw the name on it. Uh, it was supposed to be a completely different game, too. I think that's what's interesting about it. Prey was never supposed to be Prey, it was something else. Was, but. Yeah. Yeah, they made them throw the Prey name on well, top remember, of it. Well, remember, there was technically a Prey 2 that got yeah. canned. They, I remember seeing the trailer for that at like an E3 one year. And mm -hmm. I remember being like, whoa, never came out. That was an early 360 game too, the original Prey. Yeah. All Indian right. Alien. So this one, I have no frame of reference. Hexen. I only know that Phil Spencer, this is like his favorite game. Well, Spencer, he he made a joke that he that he made Microsoft buy Bethesda because he loves Hexen. So. Anybody Metal, play Hexen? You play Hexen? Yes, no. I have. He zoned out. And, sorry, <laughs> no, I'm not zoning out. I'm, I'm watching my child. Um, Same thing. Hexen, <laughs> man, that's an old that's an old game. Hexen or your um, child? I think that was supposed to be like a Descent type game. Really? Mm. Um, what era is this? This looks like a PC, right? This has got to be 90s PC. Yeah, it, that's a PC. Yeah, strictly PC 90s game. PC. I think I remember being pretty good, um, but it's been a long time. I'm just going to, I'm going to call it like, man, if I, I mean, I can play it safe and put a B because that one was pretty good from what I remember. Okay. I'm just going to call it I would venture I to, no reference. I would venture to say it's hard to be worse. Anything worse than hot, than hi-fi Russian rage. It's, I don't know. I feel like that's like the... That's the cutoff. That's the cutoff. Evil Within and Redfall, once you get DF, that's where it's like, no. Yeah. Alright, so I don't think any of us have played Ghostwire Tokyo. No, I wanted to. I mean, I heard the reviews were pretty middling on it, unfortunately. Um, it looked really cool, it looked though. Cool. I thought the aesthetic was neat. 
Um, I just heard it was kind of dull and monotonous. Hmm. Was that the one with the cell phone hacking and all that nonsense? No, you're thinking of no. um, Watch Dogs. Um, Watch Dogs. Yeah. Oh, now this one you had like the weird like it's first person through magic hands. Yeah, you did like, weird symbols and like you fought weird Japanese ghosts. Like the style oh. looked really cool. It was like um, neon ghost nonsense cyberpunk thing. Um, like, it was cool looking. It's in the same boat as Deathloop, where it's the final games that Bethesda put out before they got purchased by Microsoft. So they had like a, they had they had like a, PlayStation technically had a what is it? They were exclusivity, exclusivity for the first year or two of those games coming out. Okay, so. Moving on to Wolfenstein. I actually really liked... Um, was it the Which New Order? The early 361. Yeah, I think it was New Order. New Order. That one was really fun. Um, so for me, I would say... I still remember the old original I don't Wolfenstein, remember, too. No. Yeah, I, I like the old one. It was only shooting Nazis. Come on. Yeah. I would say based off the New fun. Order, me, I really enjoyed that one. But also, there was a newer one with the Daughters that I heard was not... Young Blood, Young was that it? I heard that was not good. Um, I haven't played it, so I can't account. I count for that one. I don't like it as much as Doom, so I can't put up an A. I think B is probably safe. I'm hesitant to put it down with C because I know it's got I, some I'm heft to C. it. The name Wolfenstein is kind of big. Yeah. Well, I'd say B honestly. Um, that's the game. Like, I think before, that's like a game before Doom. Oh no, after Doom. yeah. Or, I think it was no. before. I think it's I think before, it was before Doom. Doom. Yeah, mm. it was before. Doom. I think Wolfenstein as an IP is probably better and more significant than like Deathloop. So mm -hmm. it's at least think. probably I think on the same level as like Quake. So I think B is probably safe. So this is interesting. Yeah. This one, in my opinion, decides whether we only have one S. So we have the Fallout series in general. Uh, I'm. So here's what I find interesting about this one: the first two. The first two. We're not Bethesda. Not but yeah. So I am almost hesitant to even count them. Like if I'm thinking, okay, the Bethesda fallouts, you got three, you got, now do we count New Vegas? New Vegas is Obsidian. Because New Vegas was published, but it was Obsidian. Granted, a lot of these other companies, like Bethesda Game Studios didn't make all these games, like Arcane made them, stuff mm -hmm. like that, but they're within the same house. Obsidian wasn't, they were kind of brought in as a weird partnership. So if I really think about this, I would almost only say your Bethesda Fallout games are three, or three four. four, and seventy-six. Hmm. I mean, I heard the so, service is kind of a little. I bit guess you got like Fallout Shelter, <laughs> so, yeah, I've heard it's good now. Um, so does Fallout. But you know, if you wrap. So does Fallout Three hmm. alone? Can that make it an S? I don't know. No, <laughs> not can on I the level. That? Not saying it can be a. So it can't be an S for so I'll tell you, like, personally for me... It needs to be Fallout more than three, one, because it's an IP as a whole. Yeah, if, I, if these were individual games, for me, Fallout 3 is going to either be on par with or better than Oblivion, just because I have, like, a really big nostalgia for it, okay? And that's not Ford objective by any means. Or brought that down for me a little bit. Like, if anything... Like, or was, was good. I really liked 4. It, was, it wasn't as great as script 3, though. No. It 4 was, felt like, a little hollow to me, like... There was a lot of wasted potential there. Like the game always felt a little unfinished. Like I remember just like when I went out into like the water, the ocean, it was just like nothing out there. I'm like, they had stuff in older games. You had like the Mario Alert people that could chase you down out there. So like four always felt a little off. And then you have all the nonsense with 76. And it seemed like it's great now potentially, but 
It was not at first, so put that how you will. If you want to wrap New Vegas in here, you can. I mean, for many people, that whole package, especially with New Vegas included, that's S tier. And I can totally understand that. I like Fallout as a game typically better than Elder Scrolls in a lot of ways, but really, I am just thinking it's pretty much Fallout 3 kind of holding up the whole thing for me. That can't compete to Oblivion and Skyrim and Morrowind. So if you want to put S, I don't blame you. I'm going to say A. I would say A. Plus, it's kind of nice just, I don't know. It's nice, I think, having the one have S. have one superior game, yeah. Yeah. As I, I could definitely get the argument. This argument, it would be fun. it's the biggest, I think it's the biggest argument when it comes to Bethesda, is do you prefer Elder Scrolls or Fallout? That's always the thing people always say is most people enjoy one more than the other. I I personally love both of them, but I do agree. I, I think I like the, the fantasy aspect of Elder Scrolls a little bit more. I think what may shift this round too, if you do look like I say, I kind of excluded one and two from this because those were not Bethesda games. That was, oh man, I can't remember. Um, Interplay? Is that the original Delver? Now, if we include those in it, now I might be swayed. I've never Um, played those, so. I I didn't play much of one. I played a good amount of two, um, and that was really well. No, no, I did. Well, I played two, but it was way after I played. Those three, are more like so it was uh, kind of weird. Those are more like Diablo games, right? Style, not like exactly. Oh yes and no. I mean, they're they click, they're different. click to I mean, attack and click. To... Yeah, more RTS style yeah. kind of stuff. Um, well, not RTS, not even that. But point being, I think if you're going to consider those, which I think most people probably would then I think you could probably put both at S. I think it's a probably pretty level playing field. If you say all the fallouts, no matter who created them and all the Elder Scrolls. But if I'm thinking just Bethesda, Bethesda has had a hand in every single Elder Scrolls. They have not in every fallout. So that's my justification. I just thought about it, but Bethesda doesn't own Obsidian, right? Microsoft owns Obsidian and they're two yeah. separate. So, okay, so making sure which is why i said i have a hard time counting new vegas in this i mean that was just like they used the bethesda engine from three but they did something completely different and bethesda was not happy either mm-hmm. if i remember they were not happy with the um because that would be crazy process. if you could add in like uh like you were saying um oh gosh what was the i'm already free oh outer worlds or and then uh like i don't know was it the the south park series Oh. oh yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting times. Obsidian, um, man, we should bring Obsidian games one day because there's some excellent Obsidian games. Well, they have like what but... Pillars of Eternity, and they have all sorts of like crazy RPGs. Yeah. No, I would tell you, I and I think a lot of people in this camp. I think Obsidian makes some better RPGs in a lot of senses. Like, yeah, you got the Elder Scrolls here, which I think helps hold up Bethesda, but. Man, Obsidian does some awesome stuff. They're, they're going to the have world. they're going to have the next Elder Scrolls like game out before Elder Scrolls with Avowed. Avowed is supposed yep. to be like a Elder Scrolls like kind of. But um, yeah. So I don't know. That's our list. Uh, hopefully everyone can enjoy Starfield tomorrow. I know the official release is out, and I'll get to start playing it. What do you guys think of uh, Bethesda IPs? We'd love to know if you hated any of our selections, or you'd move anything anywhere else. So, as we are done with our main topic, so what do you guys have going on? So I think we're, what, transitioning to once a month? Are we going to try to make that? 
Well, that is only my schedule, so my my work schedule is going to keep me and prevent me, I think, from doing this, you know, uh, bi-monthly like we mm -hmm. were doing, so, or um, however yeah, I phrase gamer it. wants, I'm down I'm, for I'm one... two more weeks. I mean, I I just, I know he, yeah, he was kind of busy guys. as well. I'm once a month. It's up to you. We'll see. We'll give it two weeks, gamer, and if you, if you, I'll, I'll reach out. Sounds good. <clears throat> Sounds good. We can we can strictly just talk. We can just die. have a whole Final Fantasy 16 chat. I don't know. You'll get to. There you, go. you won't have me ruin it, ruining it for you, or us ruin it for you. Oh, he's, it's already been ruined for him. Yeah. I'm yeah, done. that's okay. That's all right. I, I'm trying to ruin Starfield for you before you can get started. No. So what can I say? Tomorrow morning he's gonna. Whatever. And play right now. It's it's past midnight. No, I get to work at. You don't need to sleep. Five hours, or five and a half hours. Um, yeah. So what else do we got going on? Um, I wanted. I've been wanting to cover one of these movies with Phoenix or with you guys at some point. I, I know I still need to watch uh the new Spider Verse. There's a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie out. I'm I'm shocked we haven't been able to talk about either of those. There's a. Yeah, I've seen both. There's Ahsoka. I haven't gotten to watch that. I watched part of the first episode tonight. Really? It's okay. There's, <laughs> there's a new uh, freaking One Piece TV show out we mm -hmm. we haven't even talked about. I don't know. Oh, boy. I'll reach out to Phoenix. I definitely would like to talk about one of those movies. At least Spider-Verse or something. I haven't gotten to see it. All right. So, I don't know. What did you guys think of the episode? Hopefully, we, we were able to entertain you with all the Bethesda talks and everything. Uh, so I think next episode, or not next, maybe the first episode of October, that'll be before we get to go to go to Halloween Horror Nights. I think we're kind of planning, so we'll have to do something special for that, uh, what is that, that's the fifth or sixth episode. We'll come up with something. Alright guys, you guys got any say, anything to say before we head on out? No, nighty-night everybody. Bedtime, that's, I can feel it. <laughs> All right, thank you so much for watching, guys. We love you on screen. Of course, there's audio locations. And also hit us up in the social medias. Let us know what you liked. And uh, I don't know. We will see you guys on the next one. So thank you so much for watching, everyone. Bye-bye.